Blog Talk Radio. You are good And your love 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. Welcome to the Lord's Tower. Praise you, God. Our God is so awesome, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. I'm, I'm looking at the news in the, the Jerusalem Post, and I see Joe Biden uh, reuniting with uh, Abbas, the leaders of the Palestinians, brothers and sisters. And I see, I, 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 I'm reading the misleading news coming out of, uh, out of the Middle East, out of the Palestinian or Palestine uh, leaders, brothers and sisters. And they are talking about the, the latest terrorists, which has been coming out of them, their own people. And the holy Abbas uh, says that he holds uh, the, the Israelite, the Jewish people, responsible when it's them, the one causing them. And then um, he's calling for the for the uh, uh, independent state of of, of, Palestine, of the Palestinian, the 1967 uh, borders. That is so sad and it's so misleading. All the information that comes out of these people, it is so misleading. But here what, what the Word of God says, brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. Here's what the prophet Zechariah prophesied in Zechariah 12. The burden of the world of the Lord for Israel, says the Lord who stretches forth the heaven and layeth the foundation of the earth, and formeth the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all around about, when they should be in the siege both against Judah and Jerusalem. And in that day, I will make Jerusalem a burden stone, a burdensome stone for all the people, and all who, who burden themselves with it, it should be cut off, we should be cut and cut in pieces says the Lord is. Though all the people of the earth will be gathered together against it. Look how God says it. All the people of the earth will gather together against Jerusalem, against it, brothers and sisters. And this is all at that time. At that end time. At that at the end is what God means here. In that time, in the end time, brothers and sisters. Jerusalem is a burdensome, it's a cup of trembling the whole world wants to get a hold of Jerusalem, brothers and sisters, because of the power they would have, and they would have control over Jerusalem. The Arabs wants to have power over all the world, and the only way they, they know they can take control of the whole earth is by taking over Jerusalem. And God knows this. The Babylonian did it. And they had control over the world. God allowed them to have it for a certain time, but not anymore. It is it is the time for the Jewish people to have their land and to own their land, because it was God in Genesis who gave them Jerusalem to them. Praise the Lord, who called them Israel, who made them Israel, who made the Jewish people Israel, who made Jacob Israel. From the beginning of Genesis. Thank you, Lord. Then the Lord said, In that day, that is the end time, says the Lord, I will smite every horse with, with astonishment, astonishment, I'm sorry, and his rider with madness, and I will open my eyes upon the house of Judah, and will smite every horse 
of the people with blindness. Praise the Lord. God is going to cleanse his holy land, and God is going to protect his people. Praise the Lord. It is the Lord protecting his land. And no matter what what Avas and all these people from the Middle East says, they are not going to get what they want. Psalm 83 says that they are gathered together as one, and that's what they're doing. You have Iran, Syria, Libya, and Egypt, and Pakistan coming together. The more, the more. If you think that Russia and Syria is helping the issue with Israel, no, they are actually making it worse. If you think that Russia is winning over ISIS, you are being misleaded because they are not destroying ISIS, as they're telling the world, but ISIS is being armed everything more. It has been in the news that ISIS has more weapons and more power than what they ever had. And supposedly they tell people on the news, Shalom, brothers and sisters, that they are destroying, they are destroying, removing ISIS from Syria. But what people have seen from satellites, people that are watching this, it is totally the opposite. They now have tanks. They now have weapons they never had. They are more armed than ever. They are arming Syria. It's what they're doing. They are now destroying ISIS because the whole battle will be taken about against Israel. That's why the IDF had their eyes on them, and they're seeing that ISIS is more armed than ever. And Israel know that they will have the Psalm 83 war coming soon. The rabbis know, and they are watching out for this. The IDF is preparing because they know soon it will just not be Iran who they'll be fighting but many other nations also, brothers and sisters, who they will be coming against them. Please continue to pay for the peace of Israel, the peace of Jerusalem, and the prosperity of Israel, God's people, because their enemies are coming together against them. They are forming a tamu against his elect one, brothers and sisters. They are deceiving the world, obamating his people, making believe, that they are destroying ISIS, but they are not destroying ISIS. They are actually making ISIS more stronger than ever. ISIS is getting hold of tanks and weapons they never had. They are being trained. They are being prepared to be better fighters than ever, and they are forming an army in Syria, an army that, that Syria never had. Syria having so much land, they are planning to use our land to form themselves, to raise themselves against the Jewish people. All this is part of their evil plan, hidden evil agenda. And in four years, they're now it's being executed, brothers and sisters. Please read God's word and believe it. Do not doubt what God's word says, brothers and sisters, because God's word is the true. It is the only truth we have in our hands. It is the only two we're going to read. We're going to open our page of the Bible and read the real news, the truthful news. You're not going to get real news from CNN or Fox News and any of, the, any of these government-controlled television channels. You're not going to get the, the true news. 
They're going to tell you what you want to hear or what they believe people want to hear. They are misleading people more than ever. Psalm 83, verse 2. For, Lord, thy enemy makes up the move, and they thy hate thee have lifted up their head. Praise you, Lord. Why have they lifted up their head? Because they have better telescopes. They had armor tanks that they never had, and now they can raise the telescope more than before. They have more control now over the weaponing system where they can come against the Jewish people, and they think, as it has been said from the Middle East by leaders of Iran and all these nations, that the next time they go against the Jewish people, they finally are going to remove them out of their own land. Brothers and sisters, that's been the word of their own leaders on the news and on Jeshiva TV. Brothers and sisters, verse 3, they have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden one. Crafty counsel, they have obtained very good intelligence, both on these nations, powerful nations, Russia and the USA, is providing them good intelligence on how to overcome this time. They have been losing for so many years, since 1948 and on, they have lost control over Jerusalem, over Israel, which they call Palestine, and they wish to, to obtain it again. And they're using the billions and trillions of dollars from the oil to put it in, in intelligence and weapons to gather as one against God hit them one, against the Lord elect, brothers and sisters. God have mercy on their soul. Verse 4, they have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of, the name of Israel may not be no more in remembrance. The name of Israel, the name of Jacob was saying to Israel, and that is the son of God, Jacob, and his descendant, that they want to remove from what they call Palestine, which we call Jerusalem. Praise your Lord. The cup of trembling that they wish to remove and cut off from being a nation, brothers and sisters. A nation recognized by the UN, and they're also using the UN to remove, for removing Israel from being a nation. Again, they're already saying Jerusalem is now their capital, and they're saying it's Tel Aviv wanting to politically remove the Jewish people from their own inheritance land given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you, Jesus. But as long as there's watchmen on this earth that are listening to God and, and, and believing God's word, we will continue to speak the truth against all odds, brothers and sisters, against all odds. Whatever they say, we do not believe. We believe what God's word says. Because God's word is the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 5. For they have consulted together with one accord. Brothers and sisters, this is exactly what the leaders out of the Middle East, all the Islam leaders, have said and have done in the last three years. They have united they have been having meetings together in one 
agreement, accord, agreement, to come to one final battle against the Jewish people. Ezekiel describes it in chapter 38 and 39, brothers and sisters. Daniel in chapter 12, praise the Lord, in Zechariah 12, also said what they are planning. In the day, said the Lord, I will smite every horse with attachment, and his rider with madness, and I will open my eyes upon the house of Judah, and I will smite every horse of the people blindness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He had made Jerusalem a cup of trembling. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people around about. And when they should be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem, God knew they would come against Judah and against Jerusalem. Look how God mentioned two, Judah and Jerusalem, specifically, brothers and sisters, Israel and Jerusalem, as they see it divided. They don't see it at once. You can hear them talking in the news. Sometimes I just play the Arab news to hear what they have to say. I don't believe anything they say because everything they say is not biblical. It is just their own error's way coming against the Jewish people. But God's mercy is with them, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. And then verse says, the tabernacle of Edom and the Ishmael and Moab, the Christ, all these Arab nations coming together. As one, they're just, hallelujah, they're just coming together. And then, who perish in order, they became as the dawn of the earth. Who says, let us take to ourselves the house of God's possession. Now, when they say Jerusalem, God says that they are saying the house of God's possession. Because this is the city of the Messiah. Jerusalem is what Jesus is returning to. That, uh, that is a city, brothers and sisters, that God gave to Abraham. And God says that they are saying, let us take us, let take us to ourselves, the house of God in possession. When they say we want to take, we want to take Jerusalem and divide it into right where the dome of the rock is, is where the third temple needs to be built again. The Arab knew this over 100 years ago, and that's why they built in there as an abomination, God allowed, the Dome of the Rock. But it's going to be destroyed. It's going to be removed very soon, soon as the tribulation begins. As the Psalm 83 will go off, nothing will stop the Psalm 83 to going up. The IDF has been preparing for months and years for this final battle. But the Messiah Jesus will fight in their behalf and will give them victory as he's a promise, the Jewish people, as he has always done in the past. He will give them victory as he did when they were slaves in Egypt for over 400 years. The Messiah Jesus came down as the angel of the Lord and met with Moshe, Moshe, brothers and sisters, to speak to his messenger, who he was going to send a type of the Savior Jesus, where he said that with strong hand, he will bring them out out of Egypt, and that God will show his mighty hand to the Egyptians, but not only to them, to the Jewish people, so they will see 
whom their father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jacob served. And he called himself the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you, Jesus. He asked for them. Thank you, Lord. David said, oh, my God, make them lift like a wheel as the stumble before the wind, as the fire burn as wood, and as the flame setteth in the mountain of fire. So persecute them with tempest, says David, in his prayer for Jerusalem and the Jewish people. Make them afraid with, the, with thy storm. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek thy name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and troubled forever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish, that men may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Oh, thank you, David, for that prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the prayer, David. What a humble prayer that was, praying for his brothers and sisters. Seeing the revelation that at the end they will come against his own brothers and sisters, seeking to destroy them, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. And David interceded for them. Brothers and sisters, the prayer of the righteous avail much. Please don't stop praying. Don't stop seeking the, don't stop seeking the face of the Lord. Continue to pray for this great day we call March 13 at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We will begin our service, brothers and sisters, praying for the saints, praying for body parts, that the Lord will send hundreds of angels with body parts, maybe thousands of them, who else need a healing from the Lord, there is a lab in heaven full of body parts. Art, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Heart, kidney, kidney stone, kidney, I'm sorry, hallelujah, not kidney stone, kidney, hallelujah, livers, hallelujah, and so much more. And you can pray and ask the Lord to provide you with one. If you are in need of a body part, if you, are, if you are sick, if your heart, your liver, your kidneys are failing you, your lungs, you can ask the Lord for a new one. Some people pray for a healing and say, Lord, heal the one I have. Praise your Lord. But let me tell you, it's better for you to get a new one. It's, it's, it's not the same to fix your car, get a new car. Think about that one. It's not the same to fix your car, go to the mechanic and fix your, maybe your engine, your transmission. You're already fixing your transmission. The engine is already dying. But if you get a, a new part, praise the Lord. You may fix something in your transmission, but something else is already dying in there. Just get a new get a new car. Get a new heart. Get a new liver. If your heart is failing and you're praying for it to be healed, it might be something, a blockage in your heart in one of the vessels. And you pray for the Lord to heal you. He'll heal you. He'll remove that. Your heart is it's working again, but it's not the same as he giving you a new heart because everything is new. I thank you, Lord. Just think about the wisdom of God. He's given out to heaven a new body, new heart, new lung, new kidney. Everything is new in the Lord. Of course, they're not going to get sick again, but why is God giving us a new body? Why is he just not taking our whole body and just healing our body and keeping us the same way? Because God is smarter than that. You understand now? God is smarter than that. He's not going to just fix this and that other thing is, is going to go bad. And that other thing is going to go bad. God is smarter than that. He's just going to make it all new. Thank you, Lord. His wisdom. 
Test wisdom. Brothers and sisters, we need to pray for wisdom so we can understand the mind of God. Just at least for a little. It is the mind of God who can understand it is so big, but at least for a little. With a little wisdom and a little understanding, brothers and sisters, will take us so far. It will help us understand so much more. Thank you, Jesus. So always pray for wisdom. Never stop praying for wisdom. Most of the mistake we made, brothers and sisters, is because we lack wisdom. We lack understanding. And we just got to be honest and recognize it, brothers and sisters. We lack so much wisdom and understanding. And so a lot of the mistakes that we are making, brothers and sisters, in our daily life, is because we lack wisdom and understanding. But if we ask the Lord, and it can be in all area of our life, in our spiritual life, in our business life, in our marriage, in, in, in so much more, brothers and sisters, a lot, of the, a lot of the argument and disagreement and mistake we make, brothers and sisters, is a lack of wisdom and understanding. But God's word, brothers and sisters, teaches us to pray for wisdom and, and to seek our understanding. I don't know if you have read our Proverbs chapter 8. In Proverbs chapter 8, the Lord uh, has taught me so much. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 5, he says, Oh, ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fool. Uh, BG of understanding heart. It, I know not everyone has an understanding heart. Not everyone has wisdom. But this is why we need to ask the Lord to give it to us and to help us understand more. Verse says, Here, for I will speak an excellent thing, and the opening on my list should be of the right thing. For my mouth shall speak true, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the word of my mouth are, right, are in righteousness. There is nothing from word for the pervert and them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, hallelujah, and right to them that find knowledge. You see, when you find knowledge, you, you understand what the Lord is saying in his word. You don't even have to ask anyone, what does this mean? And there's also knowledge to ask someone who may have more wisdom to help you understand something too. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. He says in verse 10, receive my instruction and not silver. Acknowledge rather than the choice gold. What does people do every day? They think about money. They think about how much they need. And God tells them what to seek instead of these things. Are the things you may think you need. Because with the knowledge of God, God's provision will be greater, brothers and sisters. Receive my instruction. You see, when God speaks in his word, when we seek knowledge and wisdom, we're able to receive God's instruction as the ultimate instruction of all, brothers and sisters. You're not going to be focused on silver and in gold because you know God's instruction has more value than them. I thank you, Jesus. Verse 11. For wisdom is better than ruby, and all the things that may desire are not to be compared to it. A lot of people in Wall Street don't think this. They don't think that gold, silver, and all that, they don't think it's less than wisdom. They think it's better. Do you see how wrong and misled and deceived they are, brothers and sisters? But the word of God is the, is the greater riches and the greater wisdom that you and I can receive about all these things of the world that passes, brothers and sisters. Because the world passes, brothers and sisters, and it is passing quickly. Verse 4, I wisdom dwell with prudence and the close knowledge of learned and taught. Some people don't understand the thought that God has given them. But with wisdom 
God will help you understand what he's downloading to your brain every day to your life. And you'll be able to put them together. Sometimes I, I just rejoice with the things Jesus is downloading to me. Praise the Lord. And as I talk back to the Lord, and he talks back to me sometimes, the Lord is smiling or laughing. Praise the Lord with me. As I'm rejoicing in his wisdom and in his word, I can hear him laughing. Thank you, Lord. Rejoicing. Praise you, Lord. And I see him also laughing and rejoicing. I see after you open my eyes spiritual eyes to see his face. Thank you, Lord. And how he, he, he has a, such a beautiful smile. I wish all of you can see the smile of Jesus. Of course, you're still going to see it in the cloud when we meet the Lord in the air. And you're going to see his beautiful smile. And you're going to remember what I said about him. He has a beautiful smile. I wish you can see it, brothers and sisters. I wish to see it every day. Thank you, Lord. But it's when he chooses to. But I can hear him smiling well, he's given me these wisdom and understanding, and I'm able to receive it in my heart and enjoy what he's telling me. Oh, it is more precious than gold, silver, and rubies, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way that the forward mouth do I hate, brothers and sisters. The forward mouth, he says. Verse 14. Counsel is mine in sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. What do we lack? Strength. The Lord is strength. And he can give us strength. As the Lord says to me, what? Why didn't you just ask me for strength? I was complaining that I was always tired. He said, why didn't you just ask me for strength? It is so true, brothers and sisters. Sometimes we are complaining, but Jesus has the abundance of all. And there's a lot of when we lack wisdom and understanding, sometimes we think that the Lord can only help us to, to a certain level and, or in a certain area when the Lord is in control of all. God said he said in his word, the earth and everything in it is mine. The, the world and everything in it is mine, he said. To what is then? All the way. True, brothers and sisters. Everything on this earth not one soul can be lost without Jesus giving permission or without God allowing it. Not one person can be saved without his help. No one can come to the knowledge of the truth without his help. No one can be convicted of sin without him doing it. And he does it all, brothers and sisters. He does it all. This is why people don't understand how much we need Jesus. We need him always, brothers and sisters. We need him more than what we think. When you go to heaven, when you get raptured, and you go to heaven and you meet God, and you begin to understand your life as you should know, as you, as you should know your life, you're going to say, oh, God, we know so little. And he's going to look at you and say, yes, my son, yes, my daughter, I know exactly what you You know so little about me, even about yourself. Praise the Lord. But it's not been He's going to tell you, has been my grace and mercy, my love that has brought you through. And you're going to begin to worship him and say, yes, Father, it was your grace. It was your mercy that brought me through, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If he doesn't quicken you to pray, if he doesn't quicken you to repent, you won't do it. Brothers and sisters, can you imagine that? This is why we need to pray for people, for the Lord to quicken them to repent. Because 
If so, lots of time I notice that that when your heart hearken to the Lord and His Word, or you're hardened, not hearken, hardened to it, when you're not listening, He has to touch you and go beyond for you, for you to come back to Him and repent, brothers and sisters. His mercy and love endure forever. Thank you, Jesus. He says, but by me king reigns and princes decree justice. Hallelujah. No one will get to that White House if it's not by the Lord for the there. No one got into the White House unless God had put them there. It is him. By me king reigns. Mean president, brothers and sisters. No president can get there. No one can get there. It don't matter how much follower they have. No one can get there unless God says, this is the one I want in there, brothers and sisters. And then that's the next election. He's going to put one in there of his chosen, of his choosing, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Verse 16, by me, princes rule and novel, even all the judges of the earth, even the judges in the Supreme Court. He is the one who declare who's going to take the seat in. Praise the Lord. It is the Lord, the Lord, brothers and sisters, who's in control of all. Verse 17, I love them that love me. Those that seek in me early shall find me. Seek the Lord earlier, brothers and sisters. In other words, seek him first. Seek him first in the morning. Seek him first at night. Give the Lord the first, your tithes and offering. When you give your first to the Lord, you give your first in prayer. You give your first in, in, in talking to your wife or anyone in the morning. Given the first hour, the first minute, the first time of your day, brothers and sisters, give it to the Lord. Of your first income, give it to the Lord your first. Give your first to the Lord and all because he is a jealous God. And he wants to be first in your life. I thank you, Jesus. Give him first. He desires you give him first. He wants to be first in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. Thank you, Lord. All these things that man seeketh, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come up from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to continue fasting, to continue fasting, brothers and sisters, until the weekend. Praise the Lord. The Lord is going to give us the victory. He has never failed anyone, and he will not fail you and I. Here is our sister, Carla. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. She is the one who will be bringing tonight's message. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Life. Thank you, Lord. We are live tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I'm going to come on live tomorrow night. God willing, please keep me in your prayer to the Lord. Brothers and sisters, to make it happen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I'm waiting for Sister Carla to call in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is good. May his love endure forever. No one like him. Thank you, Jesus. No one like the Lord. No one like Jesus. He is awesome. He is great. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Here is our sister Carla. Shalom, sister Carla. Shalom, brother Elby. Shalom. Amen. God bless you, brother. <laughs> God bless you, sister. 
Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Elvie. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good, my brothers and sisters. That is good. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight, my brothers and sisters, um, I have a very good message. And uh, praise the Lord and a message from the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Dear Lord, Jesus, Lord, uh, cover us with your blood, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that you cover the Lord's hour. Cover the Lord's hour, Lord Jesus, with your blood. Holy Spirit, take charge of our protection, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, Lord, 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 use me for your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Put words, Lord, in my mouth so I can speak to your people tonight, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome. You're welcome, Jesus, into this place. Welcome, Jesus, and welcome, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God is good. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Almighty. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is awesome. God is awesome and powerful. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give me a minute, my brothers and sisters. I'm setting something here. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is good. So when religion misses the point, my brothers and sisters, praise God. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Now listen to this in John 3, verse 3, 1. Hallelujah. So we have two descriptions here. Pharisee and ruler of the Jews. Ruler of the Jews means that he had risen, hallelujah, to the top in his profession. Here is a man who was highly successful in his career. And behind that success, there was an especial talent, a good education, and a great deal of hard work. Praise God. Then we are told that he was a Pharisee. Now to us, the word Pharisee may have a negative sound. We tend to think of a Pharisee as someone who is arrogant, focused on making an impression, and perhaps Hallelujah, hypocrite. No doubt, there were some Pharisees like this, but when Paul lists all the credentials he had before he met Christ, he says that he was circumcised on the eighth day, a Hebrew of, of Hebrews. And as to the law, a Pharisee, Philippians 3, verse 5, the reason he says this is this is that in the first century world, this was about 
as admirable as you could get. Praise God. And on, on top of all that, this Pharisee was thrown to Jesus. Again, we, th- we, we tend to think of the Pharisee as the hardliners who opposed Jesus. And from early in his ministry, some of them were, in Mark uh, 3, verse 6, but that was not true of all of them. And especially in these early days, it seems that some of the Pharisees were open to Jesus and even affirming of his ministry. Notice how Nicodemus says, we know that you are a teacher come from God, John 3, verse 2. So he seems to be saying, there are a number of us, even among the Pharisees, who are drawn to what you are saying and impressed with, with what you are doing. We are interested in opening a conversation with you and learning more. That is the spirit in which this successful and very admirable Pharisee was drawn to Jesus. There's one more piece of information to complete the profile of this man. In verse 4, Nicodemus says to Jesus, How can a man be born when he's old? Speaking about himself. So we can safely assume that Nicodemus was a mature person with an established career. Praise God. When is a person old? Well, my grandmother used to speak about old people when she was in her uh, mid-80s, and she was referring, of course, to anyone over 95. The word old is always relative, and since life spans were were often shorter in the first century, I think we can uh, rightly picture Nicodemus as a man with an established and successful career who was likely somewhere in his 40s or 50s. So let me build the, profi- the profile of this man, Nicodemus, for you. He's a man of impeccable career and a man of relentless discipline. He is hardworking, fair and honest. He's highly successful, and he has Hallelujah, conservative values. He is a God-honoring, Bible-believing, law-abiding, mature, respected, well-educated, and highly person, and he is drawn to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So even though how successful he was, he needed a rabbi, praise the Lord. He needed a teacher, praise God. Because without Jesus, hallelujah, we are lost. Simple as that, my brothers and sisters. So there are hundreds of men and women who fit that description, praise God, in some churches, in very large, mature. This is who they are. If this is not a profile of who you are, then it is probably a description of what you want to be, praise God. You would like to be known as a person, peccable, character, disciplined, hardworking, reliable, trusted, and admired for God. 
So whatever Jesus says to this man, it is important for all of us to hear tonight. Praise God. So notice that Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. Now picture this, my brothers and sisters. This is awesome. John 3, verse 2. This made me smile. There was a certain caution about him. He, he has questions for Jesus, and he wants to explore them in a quiet, thoughtful, and private way. So when the crowds have gone, he comes to the house where Jesus is staying, and Jesus wel- welcomes him, gives him time to him. Picture these two men, a Pharisee and the Son of God, sitting at the table with an oil lamp burning late into the night. That is awesome, isn't it? That is beautiful. Hallelujah. So what he grasped, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do this sign that you do unless God is with him. John 3, verse 2. Nicodemus recognizes Jesus as a teacher from God. A teacher, hallelujah, is someone who is able to impart truth and wisdom for life. Teaching can take place in different ways. It can be true, showing, demonstrating, modeling, mentoring, or instructing. But hallelujah, at the end of the day, a teacher is one from whom you learn. And a teacher from God is one who has divine authority and therefore must be obeyed. Praise the Lord. It's one who has divine authority and therefore must be obeyed. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. There are many churches where the, mes- the message is focused on what Nicodemus grabs. Jesus is a teacher from God. He has come to show us how to live. We are to live and to walk in the way of Jesus. We are to love God, and we are to love our neighbor. We are to go into all the world and teach other people to do the same. All this was within the range of what Nicodemus grasped. We know that you are a teacher from God. We know that you have come to show us how to live God's way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Oh, I'm happy to see you. Praise God. So how did Nicodemus grasp this? Because telling us, hallelujah, praise God, praise the Lord. Because telling us how to live is something that God had already done. God's people already had his teaching on how to live. They had the Ten Commandments written by the finger of God, and they have been blessed with, with this gift for 1,500 years before Jesus came into the world. When Jesus said, love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself, he was, he was only repeating what had already been revealed in the Old Testament scriptures 1,500 years earlier. Nicodemus sees Jesus as another teacher, like Moses and the prophets who come from God to tell us what to do. There are many good and moral people who see Jesus in, in precisely this way. 
And there are many churches for whom this is their central message. I want you to notice that Jesus did not critique Nicodemus. When Nicodemus described Jesus as teacher, our Lord does not say, Nicodemus, you got it wrong there. No, Christ adds to what Nicodemus says, but he does not take away. No one can claim Christ as Savior who is not ready to submit to him as a teacher. Christ is never less than, than, than teacher to his people. He's not less than the law, but thank God he's more. Praise the Lord. The infusion of lie from above. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God in John 3, verse 3. When Jesus says, truly, truly, you know that the words he speaks next are of supreme importance. Jesus, wait up a double, hallelujah, double underlining what he wanted to emphasize. So whatever, whatever else you miss, don't miss this. To see the kingdom of God is to live in the joy and blessing of the reign of, uh, or rule of God. In the teaching of Jesus, the rule of God is something that begins now in God's people, and it will reach in its fullness, in, in, in the everlasting blessing and joy, joy of his reign when his kingdom comes in the new heaven, in the new earth. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Unless you are you are born again, Jesus says, you will not see this. You won't taste. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. You won't taste. You won't enjoy the blessing of living in the kingdom of God. If all you have is books and men's law as your teacher and a sustained attempt to follow his way, you will not see the kingdom of God. So this is new birth. It's really important. It is of supreme importance. Jesus speaks about the new birth three times in, the, in, in these verses. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3, verse 3. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, John 3, verse 5. You must be born again, John 3, verse 7. What does it mean to be born again? Praise the Lord. Notice first that what Jesus said can be translated born again or born from above. You will find this in, 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 in this explanation in the English Standard Version footnotes. The Greek, hallelujah, is purposely ambiguous. And can mean both again and from above. To be born again means to receive an infusion of life from God himself. I'm going to explain this better. Notice second that the phrase born again in verse 3 is explained by the words born of water and the spirit in verse 5. But these two verses together and you will see the connection. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Just in verse 3. Born again means to be a new person, hallelujah, which only God can do this through his son, Jesus. Believe and accept Jesus in your heart 
in you, hallelujah, and you will be born again. Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. John 3, verse 5. Born again. It's it's interchangeable with born of water and the spirit. In other words, the new birth is a birth that cleanses and renews. So now we can complete our definition of the new birth. Born again or born from above is an infusion of life that comes from God himself that in its very nature brings cleansing and renewal. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. Born of water and the spirit is not describing two ways of being born, one natural and one spiritual. Born of water and the spirit is the unpacking of the phrase born again. It explains to us that to be born again means that your soul is washed. And when an infusion of the Holy Spirit comes, you are renewed as new convictions are rooted in your mind. New desires are planted in your heart. And new capacities are given to your life. Praise the Lord. Do you see how far this is beyond what Nicodemus had grasped? Jesus did not come so that you will learn life. He came so that you will have life. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. John 10, verse 10, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. Hallelujah. 10 verse 28. There is a big difference between learning life from Jesus and receiving life from Jesus. Praise the Lord. Jesus does not say, I have come to tell you how to do life. This reminds me, praise God, when the, when I told Jesus, please, Lord, stop me when I'm doing when I'm doing something wrong. Praise God. I remember the Lord just looking at me. So let's continue. He says, I have come so that you may have life. Christ did not come to tell you how to be a better person. He came to make you a new person. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Second Corinthians 5 or 7. So the central message of the scripture, Jesus answered him. Are you that teacher of Israel? And yet, you do not understand this thing? John 3, verse 10. Nicodemus had the Old Testament scriptures, not the new. The the words born again do not occur in the Old Testament. But Jesus makes it quite, quite clear that a person who had a proper understanding of the Old Testament should be able to grasp this teaching, man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. First Sam 16, verse 7. I will put my law within them, and I will write 
I will write it on their hearts. Jeremiah 31, verse 33. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will give you a new heart. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 36, 25, 27. Praise God. Oh, Lord Jesus. In other words, Jesus is saying, you are the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand that people come to live under the blessing of God's rule when he gives them an infusion of new life in which they are cleansed and renewed. Praise God. So here is a man who knows the Bible well and yet has missed its central message. I fear that many of us may be in the same position. Bible-believing people who somehow have missed the central point. Hello, praise God. A true description of your life tonight will be that you are giving yourself to a sustained attempt at living a God-honoring life. But where is the joy? Where is the love? Where is the peace? That is the evidence of life in the Holy Spirit. Christ came to give what he demands. How can a man be born when he's old? John 3, verse 4. Why did Nicodemus ask this question? Because when Jesus said, you must be born again. Hallelujah. Nicodemus heard these words as a demand. And because he heard, he hears what Jesus says as something he must do. He says, how can a man be born again when he's old? John 3, verse 4. Oh, praise God. Jesus, you can see that I am not in my 20s. I am a a sure person. I have been shaped by my experiences and by my choices. How can I I cleanse myself and make myself new at this stage of life? Jesus. What you're saying sounds like like it might be good for the young group, but it doesn't sound realistic for a mature person like me. Oh, some people ask that. How are you going to change what you desire? How would you break out of that ingrained patterns of your life? How can you become a person who truly loves God from the heart? How can you become a person of clear and confident faith in all of the promises of God? When Jesus said you must be born again, Nicodemus heard this as a demand that he could not fulfill. What he missed was the gift, hallelujah, that he could receive. Here's the good news to give what he demands. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. You will never find the hands of Christ empty. He has life in in himself. Hallelujah. And he's able to give their life to all who come to him. The only way you can get life from above is to receive it from Jesus. 
Nicodemus knew that he could not produce what Jesus has spoke to him about, and neither can you. You must receive what Christ demands. Hallelujah. If you're not born again, oh, praise God. If you're not born again to Christ the Savior, because you will not understand, you cannot understand the word of God. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you have to come to Christ to be born again. The life that Jesus holds in his hand is eternal life and the joy of God's house under the blessing of his rule. Jesus Christ gives himself. When you have him, his his love, his hope, his joy, and his peace, they all become yours. We are blessed, hallelujah, with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Christ holds in his hand and, and, and offers to you freely what's purchased through the laying down of his life and the, and the shedding of his blood. Jesus gives what he demands. He speaks about the life that the Son of Man will give to you. John 6 verse 27. He says you must be born again. But then he offers what he requires. You can do it yourself. We cannot do it on ourselves. Hallelujah. That is why John says, to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Oh, praise God. My sure respect to successful people do not find it easy to come to Jesus and receive the life that only he can give. Hallelujah. That is why my sure successful people come to church week after week, year after year, and they say, I will just keep trying. I will do what you say. Jesus, eventually, somehow, I will get there. Jesus left Nicodemus with these words. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the, in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. John 3, 14, verse 15, when Jesus speaks about being lifted up, he's talking about, hallelujah, what will happen to him when he was nailed to the cross and then lifted up on the wooden beam to which he had been fixed. Hallelujah. Jesus was lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. In verse 3, 15, this is why he died on the cross, so that this life that comes from above in which a person is washed and renewed shall be yours. Christ went to the cross in order to give what God demands. Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, thank you for Jesus. This story has a wonderful ending. Near the end of of his gospel, John tells us how Jesus was lifted up on the cross and how he laid down his life for us. 
Then John says after these things, Joseph of uh, Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body, John 19, verse 38. Then we read these wonderful words. Hallelujah, Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a, uh, they, they, they brought a mixture of, of myrrh and olives, about 75 pounds in weight, John 19, verse 39. Nicodemus came out into the open, hallelujah, as a committed disciple of Jesus in the light of the cross, in the light of Jesus being lifted up and laying down his life to give, to give what he demands. Nicodemus says, that's it. I can't stay in the shadows any longer. Whatever it might cost and whatever it, might, it may be, may be, I am taking my stand with, with Jesus Christ. I am for him as he is for me. You cannot cause yourself to be born again, but you can ask Jesus to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Because of what he holds in his hands, you can come to him and receive from him, hallelujah, what he commands. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Jesus is a teacher from God to give what he demands. Christ is the central message of the scripture. Christ came to give what he demands. You must do. You must obey him. You learn from him. Accept him in your heart. Believe, hallelujah, that he's the son of God. And you will be born again. Get baptized in water. If Christ did it, why not doing it? We should follow and do what he did on earth. Obey his commands and his laws. Praise God. Oh, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Keep praying for your loved ones. Get right with God. Get right with God. Keep seeking God. And stay focused. Be ready. We are here, hallelujah, on grace. Oh, on grace and mercy. Oh, I hope you get touched. Hallelujah. Touch them, Lord. Ministry. Ministry the heart, Jesus. Turn back to your first love. If you love God, you will not hurt him. If you love him, you will obey him. Repent, repent, repent. Time is running out. Let's get right with God, my brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, we have an awesome God. Oh, how good is Jesus. How patient is Jesus. How wonderful, Lord, we got. How beautiful our Lord is. 
how much we can learn from Jesus. You can try to be hallelujah, or you can be the best teacher of the whole world. Oh, but no one like Jesus. Oh, you can have so much. Praise God. You can have, hallelujah, a career, be successful, and have it all. But what good is that not to have Jesus in your heart? But the Lord loves you. There's hope. There's hope for you, my friends that are listening. There's hope for you. Come to Jesus and get saved. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. My brothers and sisters, time is getting so fast. It's going very fast. Praise God, and we're seeing things. Oh, praise the Lord. I've been asking God, Lord, confirm it to me, please, Jesus. Oh, Lord, show me more. Show me more, Lord Jesus. Show me mysteries and show me, Jesus, what is hiding back doors. And the Lord has been showing me things, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. But right now, our focus, our focus should be in our rabbi, Jesus. Oh, how much we can learn. How much we can learn from him praying in the secret place, being along with God. Hallelujah. Being with Jesus is everything. You will not need anything else, my brothers and sisters. You don't need anything else. Having Jesus in your heart, you have it all. You have it all because he fills you up. He fulfills you. Without Jesus, it's like an empty glass. Praise God. And when you have Jesus, it fills the water all the way up because he's the fountain of life. Hallelujah. He's our Savior. He's the door to heaven. He's our wonderful counselor. He's our teacher. We will be lost without him. And we will be fools without Jesus. Oh, but only God can give you. Only God can give you that peace, that joy, that fulfillment. Praise God. That emptiness that you feel to the Lord. Praise God. That problem that you got, give it to the Lord. The Lord will never fail you. He will never fail you. Oh, praise God. What the Lord was letting me know is to tell you that he's coming soon. So keep praying. 
for your loved ones to get right with God, to keep seeking him, and to stay focused on him, to be ready at all times. And he told me that we are here on grace, on mercy, praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. He wants you to turn back to him. Oh, he's saying to you tonight, if you love me, you will not hurt me. If you love me, you will obey me. He's letting you know with love to repent, to repent, because time is running out, and to get right with God. Oh, praise the Lord. The Lord is reminding me about something right now. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Last week, he gave me a dream. And I was supposed to um, let you know last Wednesday, but I forgot. And thank God that he's reminding me right now. Please, you that are listening, friends that are listening, praise the Lord. Please just take it to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So in this dream that I had, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me this. Do not make idols or set up images of sacred pillars, stones in your land, so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. Okay, so here's my dream, my brothers and sisters. You know that um, back then I used to watch videos about heaven and hell. And I remember on a couple videos that I watched, some people that that were taken down to hell, uh, some of them went through the experience, uh, on the, the feeling, they, they felt they were able to feel the worms in their bodies, some of them. I don't know if you have heard some of their, you know, some people, some Christian testimonies about this. You know the uh, um, you know some of them might you know they they say that they have the Lord have taken them to hell, and they have they are they were able to feel the smell, they were able to see the um, darkness, okay, and they were able to feel the presence that it was all negative. It, it was terror, okay, because hell is terror. It's a horrible place to be, and uh, some of those people were able to to feel the worms all over their bodies, but it was just for a little bit, and I remember this girl that she was saying to Jesus, Lord, 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 help me, help me, and then, you know, the Lord came and appeared to her, and, uh, but, you know, she was she was taken there to heaven and hell, just, you know, hell to, so she was a uh, witness to see what she saw there. And, and she said, why did you, uh, Lord, 
uh, why did you let this happen to me? And the Lord was letting her know uh, because I, I, want, I wanted you to feel what the people feel here. So then when you go back to your body, you will go back and, you know, and to the world and you're going to let them know how this place is. Okay, in my dream, my brothers and sisters, um, a picture was shown. I don't have it right here with me. Forgive me, Lord, for this. I should have just had this ready. Praise God. Hallelujah. This picture, maybe I can find it. Give me a minute. Praise the Lord. Oh, you know what? Maybe I should not know. I don't think I can send this. Okay, Lord, because uh, it's, it's not good. Uh, I just want to let you know about my dream. But this picture was the uh, Virgin Mary um, picture from, I believe, uh, Medjugorje, Medjugorje. And a demon came to me, okay, and this was at nighttime. And he showed me this picture, and when I was seeing this picture, my eyes uh, got it, you know, got into that picture. I was able to feel what people feel when they're worshiping idols. I was feeling like, oh wow, it's you know, oh I am so happy. Oh, and, and, and I was just thinking, oh, you know, I can ask for this. And, you know, she can give it to me. And I was just, you know, very happy and very, like, um, um, that, how can I explain it? My eyes, you know, my mind, it was like, it was like if it was trapped, okay, and being seduced. And then this demon talked to me, and he said to me, worship me. Now, he's showing me the picture of a, a beautiful picture of the Virgin Mary, you know, that people actually, I, I think that you will know because it's the picture of the Virgin Mary the, 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 uh, from Medjugorje, Yugoslavia. I think it is that place where th- this little kid's, uh, you know, soul the 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 uh, you know the the Virgin Mary there, but we all know that we all have to test the spirit. Friends that are listening, please test the spirit. Okay, you have to test the spirit. How can how can the Virgin Mary will want you to worship her? If it if it were from God, you know what I mean. I mean. She's going to want you to worship Jesus, not her, because the only way to go to heaven is through Jesus, and Jesus is is our uh, uh, mediator. He's his his uh, high priest. He's he's the uh, um, interceptor. You know, he's he's the way to go to heaven. And so from there, we know that. It was a demon, and please, I'm not trying. I'm not trying here to offend you. I just need to tell you the truth. I need to tell you the truth because the Lord told me, tell them this Wednesday, and I have to obey the Lord. 
Amen? So please listen to this. And so I was just looking at that picture, my brother and sister, and this demon come to me and said, ask whatever you want. Just like he, when he asked Jesus, remember, Jesus was in the desert, and he was asking him, well, the same thing, he was asking me, ask whatever you want, and it will be given to you. And if you pray to her and ask her, you know, go ahead and take that picture. He told me, get, get that picture. And if you do that, said you will be healed. Now, here comes the father of all life, because that's Satan. Satan is the father of all life. You will be healed completely from your back. Now, the Lord have healed my back, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes I feel just a little, you know, just a little bit of a pain, but that's the enemy. That's the enemy. That's why we've got to be careful because I believe and I trust God, and God healed my back because they showed me in the x-rays how this happened. The doctor, I remember, when the doctor gave me the x-rays, I, I had three dislocated discs, and they went back to normal. Praise God. And God healed me and praise the Lord for that. Why will that a demon come and tell me that? I you will be healed immediately, he told me, in seconds. In seconds. And I was I was drawn by that by that picture, feeling the same thing what the, what people feel and worship idols. I was drawn to that picture and I'm like Wow, so beautiful. Oh, she's, you know, I can ask whatever. And, and oh, wow, yeah, you know, she does miracles. Yes, she's the queen of heaven and all that. And then immediately, immediately, my brothers and sisters, I'm like, what is happening? So I shook my head. I shook my head, and I'm like, no, no, this is not right. This is not right. And I turned to the right. And I and this demon was in front of me. And I look at him and I said, Here's your answer. Yes. Here's your answer. Go in the name of Jesus. You father of all life. I can only worship God only in Jesus Christ and no one else. I will die for Jesus. I said, I can only serve Jesus Christ because he is the way of heaven. God, I'm telling you what, I think that that demon pissed on his pants or whatever he was wearing because he left like lightning. Praise the Lord. My brothers and sisters, friends that are listening, the reason I'm saying this, one, obedience, God told me to bring this to the Lord's hour. Two, do not have anything like that in your homes, okay? Uh, pictures of uh, uh, idols, uh, you know, things that will make you drawn to you, get you know, to get closer to you, to that that you will feel, oh, you know, this is beautiful, and I should have it here for protection, or I'm just, you know, I'm gonna ask. Uh, and we'll see what happens. You know what happens? You know what happens? When you pray to those things, 
they're going to do false miracles for you to believe. I remember, you know, my grandma, praise God, but the Lord told me that, that, you know, God saved her. Thank God. Thank God. Pray for your families. Pray for your families because my my grandpa, my grandma got saved because of prayers, my brother and sister, but she was an idolatrous. She was an idolatry like no ever. My goodness, all of her life. And oh boy, if someone would come and say something to her. She'd had pictures of everything, you know, in her house, Virgin Mary, the cross. Oh my goodness, so much, so much, so much. I remember one what time she told me and she went to uh Medjugorje, you know, to 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 uh to visit that place some member of my family to visit where the Virgin Mary was appearing. And I remember they brought that uh, that picture with them, and they had her in their house. And uh, sometimes, praise God, thank you, Jesus, my rock, Jeremiah 44, verse 19. And when we burn incense of the queen of heaven and pour out drink offering unto her, did we make her cakes to worship her and pour out drink offering unto her without our men it and, and men praise God so my brothers and sisters my grandma I remember telling me uh, she said to me you know I had a beautiful vision that I saw roses everywhere in my bedroom oh and how beautiful a beautiful, the Virgin Mary appeared to me with many, many red and beautiful roses. And I remember I was a little girl, and, you know, thank God that he that he kept me safe. I remember saying in my mind, that was a demon who was showing you that, so you can keep believing that, because that's what they do, my brothers and sisters. They show you, they show you this kind of a stuff, you know, they make it look beautiful. You can be trapped on worshiping those those idols. And you we're not supposed to do that, my brothers and sisters. We are supposed only to follow Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you this with all of my love to the Catholic people or other people, other people that believe in anything else. Okay, not only Catholic people, there's some other people that believe in other things too. There's some other idols around the world. There's so many. I'm telling you what, you come to the Lord and you give your heart to Jesus and you will see changes in your life and you will feel that peace peace and that joy that only Jesus Christ can give it give you. He can only give it to you. Once you come to Jesus, you are going to see the difference. And you're going to say, but of all these years I've been praying to this kind of statues and this other thing and nothing has happened. And I've been doing this for years and I feel empty. I've been doing this for years, and my prayers haven't been answered. I've been doing this for years, but God doesn't seem to, you know, he doesn't talk to me. I've been doing this for years, and I don't feel his presence. I've been doing this for years. 
and why nothing have happened? Because only Jesus, hallelujah, because only Jesus can give you the life. Only Jesus can save you. Only Jesus can bring you because he's a merciful God. Because that's why he came and died on the cross for you. He loves you. Oh, he's crying for you. He loves you. He wants you to come to him. He's right there with open arms. He's telling you, daughter. Son, because he was letting me know that a couple of weeks ago, that all, 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 all the children, everybody, are children of God. The problem is that some of them, they go to different places, they go to different things, they go to worship other things. But God didn't meant it for that. He created a paradise. He made Adam and Eve. Oh, before they sin, before they disobey God, praise God. God had a communication with them. I can imagine Jesus walking in that beautiful paradise that gave Adam and Eve. But because they disobeyed God, consequences happen. And the devil is a liar. The devil just wants your soul. Because he doesn't want to go by himself to hell. And he already has a bunch of people down there. A lot of souls that are lost. The devil is a father of all lies. Don't believe his lies. I guarantee you, you give your life to Jesus. Oh, you'll tell me tomorrow. And you'll say, oh my goodness, Sister Carl, I just had a beautiful dream from the Lord. The Lord has showed me this. Or he gave me a vision, or he showed me in his word something that touched my heart. Only God can touch your heart. Only God can save your soul. Hallelujah. Oh, be still and know that I am God. God says in Psalm 46.10, you be still and know that Jesus is God. Oh, the Lord is my light and my salvation, Psalms. Hallelujah, 27, verse 1. Only Jesus. Only Jesus, friends that are listening. Oh, was I angry, Waxer? You know, I had that dream. I'm thinking, but why did this happen to me? Why was I drawn to that picture? Why? Because the Lord was letting me have that experience. So then, you know, I could be able to feel what these people feel when they're asking and when they're praying to these idols. Idols are an abomination to God. I'm telling you this with love. I'm not here to judge you because I am no one to judge you. Only God can judge you. But I'm just here just to warn you, to let you know, to repent and come to the Lord Jesus. And my brothers and sisters, another thing that I want to let you know, treat each other with love and harmony. Respect one another. Praise God. Someone comes to the Lord's hour, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. 
treat the brother with respect and with love. Because we're coming here, my brothers and sisters, to preach the gospel. We're coming here to hear the word of God. We're coming here to 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 see, to hear what God has for us. Hallelujah. Be gentle to one another. Be peaceful to one another. Someone comes to the Lord's hour as 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 as, as a new person. Or people that are going to come because the Lord's going to bring in people to the Lord's hour. Praise God. People that are going to be coming to the, you know, to the Lord's hour and to the shot room. Oh, you be delightful. You be happy. You, you welcome people. Welcome them. Because Jesus, Jesus, my brothers and sisters, Jesus loves those, those souls. He loves people. He is for the sinners. He hates sin. But he wants to save them. And we as the brothers and sisters in Christ, my brothers and sisters, we should like we should love them. We should not come and, you know, be harsh on people because maybe because, you know, we know a little bit, but we are, we we every single day we learn, my brothers and sisters. And and, and people take time. There's some people that takes time. We all went into the process. I went through the same thing. I, re- I I was a fool before Jesus came to my house. I didn't even know how to talk to people. And the Lord has been showing me. How would you bring someone to me, my daughter? Are you going to be harsh to that person? You think that with, with you know, being hard on that person, you're going to bring that soul to me, my daughter? I said, no, Lord. And the Lord's been showing me how to be, you know, gentle and, and loving to, to me. That's how he showed me. Now he's more, you know, serious with me because I, I you know, I'm, I'm getting to know more things. And he's, um, you know, he's making me more uh, understanding on, on things and more mature. Amen. But there are some people that, you know, that, that are going where, to the same way, you know, where we all have been. That, you know, in the beginning we were just, we were drinking milk. I remember when my uh, my Lord, and he keeps telling me this. I keep I keep learning, my brothers and sisters. I'm not saying that I know at all. No, 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 no. May the Lord, hallelujah, have mercy on me. My brothers and sisters. It takes a process to understand, uh, um, to be, you know, be with God. It's, it's all a process. In the beginning, I didn't understand some things. And I just, I remember just uh, grabbing my head and I'm thinking, my goodness, what have I done wrong? Uh, uh, why did I say this? Or, or uh, the Lord didn't like that. And, uh, oh, boy, and the Lord was just showing me like that. You know, that I could not be like that. I could not act that way. I could not say things like that. Praise God. And the Lord was just showing me little by little. It, 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 took, it, took, a, it took time. And, 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 I'm, and he's still teaching me. He's still teaching me. Now, can you imagine someone that is new and comes to the Lord's hour and we're going to go boom, 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 bam, bam, bam. Oh, my goodness. The person is going to go. And, and, and they say they're Christians. No way, I'm not even going there. My brothers and sisters, we gotta be gentle. We gotta be gentle. Amen. And 
And that's what the Lord wants. That's what he wants. Praise God. We have an awesome God. We have a good God, my brothers and sisters. And he loves us all. Amen? We have to obey him. I know that he's got a fire, too. We've got to be careful. We've got to walk in, 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 in fear for God, too. Also, he's a consuming fire. Amen? And this is why we have to obey him and, and, and listen to him, what he has for us. Lord, what is it that you would like me to do, Lord? Lord, how can I please you, Jesus? Lord, show me. What else do I need to do for you, Lord? Show me the things, Lord, that I don't understand. Pour on me, Jesus, more of you, Lord. Pour on me. That's one of the um, number one prayers, you know, that I pray. Pour on me what I need, what I need, Lord. You know why, my brothers and sisters? Because we need of Jesus every day. We do. Can you imagine how much wisdom God has? He has so much wisdom. We have a big, powerful God, my brothers and sisters. And he's, I remember him telling me, <laughs> my little daughter, my little girl, my child. Lord, why do you say that to me? Because you are my, you are my child. Oh, daughter, I remember when he used to tell me, my, you know, you are right now a child. You're still drinking in a bottle. You're still drinking milk, my daughter. And I'm like, okay, Lord, okay, teach me, Lord, teach me. Teach me, Jesus. Pour on me, my Lord. Pour on me what I need, Lord, from you. Lord, I'm thirsty for you. I'm hungry for you, my Lord. Forgive me, Jesus, because I fail you. That's how to, that has to be our prayers, my brothers and sisters. Forgive me, my Father, because I fail you every day, because we sin every day. Forgive me, Lord. I repent, Jesus. Keep showing me, my Lord. Keep showing me. Praise God. And you know, my brothers and sisters, when you say that kind of a prayer, may, oh, my goodness, God loves that prayer. My brothers and sisters, he comes and he abides with you, hallelujah. He comes and embraces with you, praise God. I remember one time, my brothers and sisters, this happened, I believe, about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. I remember I was here in my bedroom, praise God. And I remember I just, it was a day when I didn't have my my, uh, my shoulders, except for one. My, my daughter Olivia was here. She was in the living room sitting down. She was doing homework or I don't know what she was doing, but she she was just there in the living room, okay? And I just, oh, God, I, I remember when he called me, praise God, into my bedroom, and I turned the music, uh, Christian music on, very anointed music. My goodness, the Holy Spirit touched me like, oh, like no ever. I just came here, my brothers and sisters. I have a, my, <laughs> I'm close to my, my bed, Okay. And, and um, facing the window, I was facing the window, and I was standing up. My brothers and sisters, I felt the Holy Spirit so strong. I, when I was saying, Lord, pour on me what I need from you, 
Pour it, pour it, pour it, pour it, more, 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 more. Yes, Lord, fill me up. Fill me up. Yes, 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 Lord. Oh, descend, 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 descend all over me, Holy Spirit. Come, descend over me, Holy Ghost. Touch me, touch me. I remember my brothers and sisters that the Holy Spirit was in front of me. My goodness, because I was missing the Holy Spirit. I was asking the Lord uh, um, a day before. I was saying, Lord, I miss the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to visit me. So the Holy Spirit came and visited me, and, and I was just, I want to grab the Holy Spirit. I know the Holy Spirit is a is, is is a spirit. Praise God. But I was I was hugging him. I was I was hugging I was saying, Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, fill me up, fill me up, teach me, teach me, teach me, Holy Spirit, lead me. I'm not gonna let you go. I'm not gonna let you go, Holy Spirit, until until you fill me up. You give me more of Jesus, give me more strength, give me more strength, Holy Spirit. My goodness, was I on fire or what? Praise the Lord. And I was so warm. <laughs> I remember my daughter came into my bedroom. <laughs> she was probably thinking, are you okay? <laughs> she opens the door, and she, when she noticed that I was in fire for God, she just closed the door and went back to her bedroom. I said, Olivia, leave me alone right now. <laughs> I just need to be with the Lord. And she just, you know, she left, and I and I just put the music even more louder because when I'm with God, look out! I got, I turned the, you know, the anointing music, and I dance for the Lord, and I just raise my hands up and I say, Lord, I just imagine my beautiful Lord, you know, a powerful God, a God that I need every day of my life because without Him I cannot live, and I'm my Rabbi, my teacher. My counselor, praise the Lord. I remember that night I had a I, I had a dream. He gave me a dream. Praise the Lord. He gave me he gave me a dream, and I said, because I was asking God for strength. The reason I'm letting you know is this, my brothers and sisters. So, uh, if you would like to, you know, ask the Lord in that way, He is pleased. He's pleased. He's pleased. Praise God. In that dream, my brothers and sisters, I was dreaming that my spirit uh, got out of my body, okay, and then uh, I was able, I was able to jump so fast, and I'm thinking, how can I do that? I was, and then, now, this was a, uh, because the Lord told me, the Lord was letting me know that, um, um, uh, I was letting the Lord know, you know, Lord, this is this is what my dream was. What does it mean? And the Lord was letting me know that um, when I was dreaming that, well, let me tell you my dream first. I was, my body was, my soul, excuse me, it was just a little bit out of my body. I was able to see my soul. And I'm, you know, I'm touching my hands and I'm thinking, wow, it was the same thing. You know, I'm just, I'm touching my hands and I just, and then I just jumped, and uh, I just went back to my body and jumped again like nothing, like a feather. And and I, that's when I told Jesus, that's when I said to the Lord, Lord, give me strength. Give me strength, Lord. And I was so strong. I remember that a demon came. Now, that was, a, that was something because the Lord did it for this purpose. Okay? A demon came. And I remember that he came to my right, 
and I remember with my left hand, and I don't I don't have a lot of strength with my left hand because I'm a a, a right hand. I, with my left hand, I grabbed his head, and I said, I bind you in the name of Jesus, and I pour the blood of Jesus all over you, and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, but I have so much strength. This is why we've got to ask the Lord for strength, my brothers and sisters. This was happening to me. You know, I was asking the Lord for strength, and look what happened. I, I grabbed that, that demon like if, like he if was um, uh, um, rock, like nothing, nothing. And I just woke up, and I asked the Lord, what was this? And he said, you asked me for strength. I gave you strength. Praise God. And that other dream that I had, going back with the Virgin Mary, the Lord was letting me know that that was uh, demons deceiving, deceiving, deceiving me. And that's what demons do to people. They deceive people. The Lord let me experience this. So I can tell you to be careful. Be careful out there. Be careful. Do not be deceived. You stay with God. And when when God is with you, who can come against you? I'm not telling you this to be afraid. No. Because with with Jesus in you, my brothers and sisters, and the Holy Spirit, nothing can touch you. Do not open doors. Don't open doors. Obey the Lord. Pray without ceasing so you will not fall into temptation. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Because with God, nothing can harm you. No one can harm you. No demon can harm you with God. Ask the Lord to give you strength. Ask Jesus to pour more of him in your life, and you'll see the difference. You'll see. You will see. Big changes in your life. Oh, but I used to say this, and now I'm not saying it. I used to thought this way, and now I'm not thinking like that. The Lord is going to walk you into righteousness and holiness. When you ask the Lord to pour more of him in your life, you'll see changes in your life. Praise God. Nothing can separate us, amen, from the love of God. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. When I talk about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I just I just get with um hallelujah. I just I'm I, I'm with joy, you know, I'm happy. I am happy. Praise God. God fill me up. Pour on me, pour on me, more, 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 more for you right now. Praise God. Oh, Lord, oh, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, Sunday, do not miss Sunday. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God, do not miss Sunday. God is going to visit my brothers and sisters. If you are sick, if you, uh, anything, anything, bring it to the Lord. Bring it to you. This is all about Jesus. This is all about Jesus, my brothers and sisters. We're not going there just because we just want to be there. No, 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 no. This is all about Jesus. We're going to pray there for souls to come to Jesus, for salvation, praise the Lord, for salvation of souls, for people to be, hallelujah, delivered, for people to be healed, praise God. Oh, praise God, hallelujah. 
So when you all when you are with God, all you do is just talk. You just talk about Jesus. And you know that the more you talk about Jesus, the more the strength you get. Because God gives you that strength. God gives you what you need, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Pour on us, Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will pour more of him, more of you, Jesus, into your people, Lord. Touch them, Jesus. Touch them. Touch them, Lord. Touch their heart. Touch them. Touch their heart, Jesus. Touch, touch, touch their heart. Ministry, ministry into their heart. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, touch them. Like in a mighty way, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Ghost, descend, descend, descend. Holy Spirit, come down, come down, Holy Spirit. Touch, 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 Holy Spirit. Touch your people tonight. Pour, 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 pour more of Jesus into their life. More of Jesus, more of Jesus. More of Jesus. More, 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 Jesus. More of you, more of you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let it rain. Let it rain, Holy Spirit. Let it rain. North, south, east, west. Hallelujah. Let it rain, Holy Spirit. Come down with fire, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. How much I love you, Holy Spirit. How much I love you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, how much I love you, Jesus. Oh, how much I thank you, Jesus. How much I'm thankful, Jesus. And stop praising God. Lift up your hands. Hallelujah. And just focus on Jesus. Think about Jesus, that he's right there next to you. Think that Jesus, hallelujah, and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, are with you right now. And he's giving you comfort. He's giving you strength, Lord. And strength your people. And strengthen your people tonight, Lord. Prepare us, Jesus. Prepare us for the rapture, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, you are rabbi. You are everything to us, Lord. You are powerful, God. You are mighty, hallelujah, conqueror, God, Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Oh, how much I love you, Jesus. How much I love the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, touch your people. Oh, Holy Spirit, come down, come down, come down, Holy Spirit. Touch your people tonight, Holy Spirit. Give them, give them, give them what they need according to their needs. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we need your help every single day of our life. Every second, every second, every second of our life. We need your help every day, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Oh, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. I thank you, Jesus, for being here. Oh, I thank you, Father God, for your precious Holy Ghost. For the precious Holy Ghost that he's still here with us. He's still with us. And we're living in grace. Oh, friends that are listening, time is running out. Time is running out. You come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Hallelujah. Get saved. Holy Spirit, touch, 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 touch your people tonight. Touch your people tonight. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. My brothers and sisters, get filled. Hallelujah. Oh, with the water, with the fountain life. The fountain water of life that is Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, it's awesome. Do it, my brothers and sisters. Oh, praise God. God is an awesome God. God is an awesome God. God is an awesome God. You know, my brothers and sisters, we're going to know. We're going to find out. We're going to see in heaven what it's all about. 
You just keep continuing to follow Jesus and continue, you know, to be focused, to be strong. Hallelujah. To be still for Jesus. Praise God. Oh, God is awesome. I didn't know that I was going to pray this long. My brothers and sisters, I only came here for an hour. Praise the Lord, but the Holy Spirit guide me. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit surprised me. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And he gave me words tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Oh, my brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. God loves us with a humanist love, with so much mercy that he was willing to die for us. Now, that's a big sacrifice. My goodness. This is why we got to be thankful every day and do not take anything for granted. Do not take the Lord Jesus for granted. My, my, my brothers and sisters, do not let anybody take your crown. Focus on God and continue to pray for continue to pray for your family, for your loved ones, and get right with God. If you were backsliding, just go back to your first love. Go back to Jesus. Just repent, repent. God is always welcoming you. Just stop sinning. Just go back. Repent. Your sins could be many. It's okay. God forgives you if you could just only come and repent with a truthful heart and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I have failed you. Forgive me, Jesus. I repent. Take me back, Lord. And help me, Jesus. Help me not to go back. Help me not to go backsliding. And the Lord will help you. The Holy Spirit is there to help you out. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Break those chains, Jesus. Break them up, Lord, from those people that are backsliding. Break them up, Jesus. In your mighty name and the blood of Jesus, break them, Jesus. Oh, Lord, break those chains, Lord. Loose them up. Loose them up, Jesus. Goes back to you, Jesus. Loose them up, Jesus. Hallelujah, fuego. Hallelujah, fuego divino de Dios. Oh, fuego divino de Dios. Hallelujah, fire. Divine fire of God. Hallelujah. Rompe las cadenas, Señor. Hallelujah, rompe. Rompe las cadenas. Break those chains, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God loves you. God loves you. I said God loves you. God loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his only son. And if you were backsliding, he takes you back. That's how merciful is our God. He's our mighty Wonderful Savior, may the Lord, hallelujah, keep you. May the Lord give you his peace. May the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. Shalom, shalom, hallelujah. And keep looking up, hallelujah, because Jesus is coming. He's coming back. The kingdom Messiah is coming. 
He's coming back. Get ready. Get ready. Get pre- get ready and prepare. Hallelujah, because the King is coming. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's coming back soon. Praise God. May the Lord bless you, bless you, bless you. All the honor, hallelujah, and praise to you, Jesus, and the victory, Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for being here. May God bless you. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. Praise God. Love Talk Radio.
behind the veil of what is seen, the natural eye. A great event is being prepared. A war and a wedding feast will have their place in time. Soon and not yet is the word that the watchman gives as he strains his eyes through the darkness of the night mist. He can sense that just beyond the horizon, a great brightness is preparing to break forth. Arise, you sleepers. Shake off your slumber, he calls. Come and fill your land. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, first, first Peter 2 says in verse 4, Christ is the living stone. People did not accept him, but God chosen him. God places the highest value on him. Look what God does. He places the highest value, uh, values on Jesus. Hallelujah. And then he says in verse 5, You are also like living stone. You are also like living stone. As you come to him, you are being built into a house of worship. Praise Jesus. And remember that the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we are being built, hallelujah, says Peter, hallelujah, as a house of worship. Hallelujah. That's, how, that's, what, what, that's what's happening in our life. We are being built spiritually, hallelujah, for God. And so the Holy Spirit is building you alive, and as we continue to listen to his word, we are being built inside, hallelujah. As a, as a house of the Holy Spirit, as a, as, a, as a servant of God, hallelujah, being built for worship, we, we are being built spiritually. So um, in this building that the Holy Spirit is doing, that God is doing in our life, hallelujah, is to the will of God. It's where um, God says, all right, this is the way I want it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I, this is the way I want my son to be built or my daughter to be built. So you and I are being built according to the word of God because the word of God is what's being happening in your life and in my life. And what happens is that we don't like a lot of time when we go through trials and different things and we, we tend to complain and we tend to say, hallelujah, um, uh, this is too hard. This is too difficult, Brother Elvie. Praise the Lord. Uh, but we, we forget to understand that we are being built, and we are being built by God. And we are being built to the will of God. Hallelujah. And Jesus being the example that God has set before you and I, praise Jesus, hallelujah, um, that he is the perfect house. He is the perfect um, servant of God, or son of God, which is he's our older brother, hallelujah. We are being built, praise Jesus, hallelujah, um, according to, to how Jesus is. And this is why when he appeared, we will look like him. And this is why we are called to pursue holiness, righteousness, because he is righteous, he is holy, and we are being built in holiness. We are being built, hallelujah, in righteousness. And everything that Jesus is, God is building you and I to be like him. This is why the first Christian, they, they, were, they were called Christian. And another word, Jesus-like, that's, that, that's, that's what the word Christian means. We, 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 we're, like, we're like Christ. We're like Jesus. And hallelujah, 
Yes, we're life now. We're life now. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're being built spiritually, hallelujah, to the exactly model of Jesus Christ. To the exactly model of the Jesus Christ. And so as we, be, as we are being built, we got to be thanking God. And we got to understand how important it is, hallelujah, this that God is doing in our life, hallelujah, and, and 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 we have to do our own part. And our part is to pray, read the Word of God, hear the Word of God, learn. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And not forsaking the God, the gathering of the brethren. Hallelujah. We must get together and share the Word. It's, it, is, it is very important that we, we, we share the Word with one another. And this is why I say I thank you for your email uh, um, with Bible verses and all that, because I'm being built too. I'm your brother, hallelujah. And we are being built by God, praise Jesus, hallelujah, into a house of worship, into a worthy vessel. We are being cleaned out. We are being purified by the, by the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, spiritually. And all this is happening in us, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And as we are being cleansed and purified, praise Jesus, we have our own part to do, and it's to humble ourselves. Hallelujah. We have our own part to do, and it's to repent our sin. That we know that if we have sinned, we have a, a, a lawyer, someone that will, that pray for us and intercede, that intercedes for us before God, Jesus Christ, and as we sin, we don't wait on it. We just go and repent. Hallelujah. And I know you tell me, Brother Elby, we don't plan sin. No, we don't. Hallelujah. But as we know that we sin, because we also don't want to be hypocrite in a way that we know we sin, and then we say, no, I don't have no sin. No. It's for us to humble ourselves. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And to learn from it, too. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And as we are being built as the house of God, praise Jesus, into holiness, righteousness, purity, hallelujah, and all that, we must understand that we are being built to the word of God, to the plan of God. And God had planned this before he created this world, hallelujah, before you and I were born, God, hallelujah, planned to make you and I holy. Because he knew, he knew beforehand that we were not holy. We will not be holy. That he will have to build us. And this is why he says through his word that we are being built. And the message uh, tonight is that you and I are being built by God into righteousness and holiness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are at the house of the Holy Spirit. And we must understand that everything that comes from God is holy. And nothing is it's it's um sinful. But everything else that comes from the world and the devil is sinful. And if we have anything to do with that world, we have to repent. Hallelujah. Every sin belongs under the blood of Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But it, it is not so with many people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But we have to learn to repent and to be in constant repenting. Praise the Lord, because we sin, and if we if we 
If we're not in constant repentance before God, then we have a problem with pride. And pride can be so evil, hallelujah, that we sin, hallelujah, and we can be convinced, we can be convinced by sin that we're fine. And we're not for, before God. We might look fine as, as, in this body who will not enter the kingdom of heaven, hallelujah, but you are not this body. You might be in your body, but this is, this is only a, a, a body made of earth, hallelujah, a dirt, hallelujah, a dust. And, and it will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. From dust you will make, and to dust you will return. So this body will return to be dust again. But your spirit and your soul, which that's whom you are, praise Jesus, hallelujah, is the one going to heaven. And when you when you see, when you see Jesus in heaven, and when you are be, when you are standing before Him, you will see Him for who He is, and you will see yourself for whom you are, hallelujah. And if you have been walking with the Lord down here in obedience to Him, keeping His word, hallelujah, pursuing holiness. Pursuing righteousness, hallelujah. When you see Jesus and you see yourself, you will be like him. You won't be surprised because you will look at Jesus and then you will look at yourself, your garment, your new body, hallelujah, and it will be shining, it will be beautiful. And you, so you will be like Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So as we, as, as, of, as like the five... A white virgin learn to walk down here with God. We need to understand the importance of walking to righteousness, to holiness, to pursue more than anything, to want more than everything, and to understand, hallelujah, the importance of, of walking in holiness, hallelujah, because many people take this for granted, and there's a lot of teaching out there against holiness, hallelujah, but Jesus is holy, and as he is the house. Hallelujah, like, like I just read to you in First Peter, and I'm going to read it again. Christ, says Peter, First Peter 2, 4, Christ is a living stone. People did not accept him, but God chosen him. God placed the highest value on him. Hallelujah. So in Christ, what God did was, God went and set the role model for you and I. And God says to you and I, here, here is my role model. I'm going to build you just like my son. Hallelujah. So your life, don't matter if you're a woman or a man, praise Jesus, hallelujah, because what God is saying is spiritually, your spiritual life before God, which means more than anything else that you may want to have, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God said Jesus as a role model, as an example, as the highest value things before you and I. So you and I can focus on Jesus. We can focus on him, and we can walk like he did. Let the disciple be like the master, Jesus said. So you and I are disciples of him, and we are to look up him and follow him and imitate him. And what will he want? So where is Jesus now? When Jesus walked on earth, he said, I, he, he, he loves to do the will of the Father. I only do the will of my Father, Jesus said. So what is you and I have to do? You and I have to do 
ability that to escape. That when the rat, when the trumpet sound and, and the Lord takes a bride out of the earth, you and I are ready to go home. The bride has made herself ready. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But now we are being built. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Welcome, hallelujah. Shalom, shalom to all of you that are joining us now. So, hallelujah. We're talking about, hallelujah, Second Peter 2, 4, that we are being built, and Jesus has been set by God as a great example, hallelujah, to where God is bringing us to. Hallelujah. Praise, and if you've been wondering, hallelujah, what is your purpose on earth? What is, what, what is God doing in my life? Hallelujah. But the message tonight is that God is building you according to the liking of Jesus. That's what God is doing in your life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is building you like him, like his son. So when you go to heaven and you have work here in holiness and righteousness, hallelujah, when you enter heaven and you get that new body and you look at yourself, when you look at Jesus and you look at yourself, and you compare yourself, like Paul said to the churches, you will be like him. You will be exactly like Jesus. You will look righteous. You will look pure. You will look holy. Hallelujah. And like a living stone. You and I are like living stone. And Jesus is the set example of the living stone. Christ says, says Peter is the living stone. People did not accept him, but God has chosen him. God places the highest value on him. Praise Jesus. And then he says, you are also, you also are like a living stone. Hallelujah. You are also being, being rebuilt like him. He's already built. He's already been set as an example. But you and I, we're going through the process now. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a process. And then this process this process, there could be painful things that you have to go through. Hallelujah. There's a lot of difficult times you're going to go through. And the world is not going to accept you like Jesus told his disciples. They're not going to welcome this, this, this uh, spiritual life that you're going through. Because to them you're very weird. Hallelujah. You're very confusing to them. You're not, you don't make no, your life don't make no sense to them. Because your life is spiritual, and their life is physical. They focus on the things of, the, of this earth, and you and I focus on the things of heaven. Heaven is our home. We're aliens down here. Hallelujah. And I don't care if you say, I was born here. You're an alien if you receive Jesus as your, as, as your personal Savior. It's Rabbi Jesus, Rabbi Yahashua. Hallelujah. As your personal Savior. And if you believe for him. Hallelujah. That he died for you on the cross. And that he rose again on the third day according to the scripture. The Bible says you are saved. By faith we are saved. Hallelujah. Then you become an alien down here. Hallelujah. And people are focusing on alien down here. Oh, alien out of space. But what do you think Christians are? We are alien out of space. We are going out of space soon. <laughs> so we are aliens too. We don't belong here. Why do you think we want to? Why, why do you think we want to go home with the Lord? Because we don't belong here anymore. Hallelujah! This is not our home. 
when we enter heaven, like like when the Lord started taking me to heaven, one thing I noticed that as soon as I went to heaven, I noticed that was my home. I noticed I just walked into my house, into my home, into my family. And I felt welcome there. I felt lost there. I felt all those things that you feel when you go home. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I felt great. Hallelujah. I didn't want to leave that place. Hallelujah. For, for two occasions, I cried not to come out of that place. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. I never felt so much love before. Hallelujah. They care for you. They truly do. There's no hypocrisy there. Oh, no. Hallelujah. There's no evil there. It's all peace and good. It's wonderful to be there. You go there, you don't want to come out of there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you go to heaven, you, you'll be walking into your home. into your And they're going to welcome you. You're going to be loved. You're going to be taken care of there. Hallelujah. Whatever you need... It's going to be given to you. No more sickness. No more pain. No more crying. These things are, are going to be things of the past for you soon. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. Very soon. All the, all the headaches and troubles and things you've gotten down here. All the problems you've gotten down here. You're going to forget about them. They're going to be things of your past. They're not going to come to your memory anymore. Hallelujah. The only thing you will remember in heaven is down here that you serve God and that you really walked with him. And even though it was difficult and hard, you stood with him, but God kept you. And you're going to give him the glory because even though there was time that you, that you would have you, you for, uh, forsaken God, but God will not never forsake you. There was time that you could have walked away and forget about the, forget about serving God. God went and reached out to you and touched your heart again and kept on carrying. Jesus kept on carrying you. And when you saw those steps on the, sun, on, the on the sand, you thought it was yours, but it was Jesus carrying you through a difficult time in your life. Right when you thought you were walking by yourself. It was not you. Jesus was carrying you in his arm. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's how a lot of people feel down here. They feel alone. They feel trapped with so many things going on. But God has not forsaken you, my brother and sister. How hope in God. How hope in Jesus. He loves you. And he loves you very much. He cared for you, and he cared for you very much. He will not abandon you. He will be by your son. Hallelujah. And although there's trouble ahead, ahead of us, there's difficult time ahead of us, there's earthquakes and tsunami coming, but Jesus said, hallelujah, fear not, because I haven't forsaken you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He will not forsake you, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. There is nothing in the world for you. Come out of the world. There's all sin in the world. Don't partake of the things of the world. Come out of the world. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Seek your Lord. Seek your God. 
Hallelujah. He loves you. He has made wonderful dwelling place for you. You got a home in heaven waiting for you. You got a beautiful, beautiful home. And some of you who don't have a house like I do down here, pray Jesus. You got a home in heaven. You got a mansion waiting for you. Hallelujah. And you're going to walk, and they're going to point out your mansion when you go to heaven. They're going to they're gonna take you over there, and they're going to say, you see this whole mansion and this property? It's yours. It's all yours. And you're going to look at it, and you're going to start thanking God. My goodness, Lord, you are so good. I lived on earth in an apartment, in a small apartment. Lord, look what you're giving me, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I told my brothers and sisters about this friend that I had that, that I believe died in a, in a car accident a few years ago. Hallelujah. Praise God. He was a friend of me, a friend of mine in high school in New Jersey. Hallelujah. And in one, one, one of my trips, I didn't even know he had died in an accident. And when I was taken to heaven, hallelujah, I was taken to meet him. In his property, hallelujah. And he had this property, hallelujah. And I felt so good walking in his property. And as I walked into his house, he was coming out. And when he looked at me, he says, Alfie. And, I'm, and I immediately, I could recognize him. He said, don't you remember me? It's me, Alfie. Hallelujah. And then I said, wow. I didn't know you were up here. Praise Jesus. I didn't know you were in heaven. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And, and let me tell you, hallelujah, as, as he showed me his property, he says to me, Alvin, look what the Lord had given me. And I look at his property, and I was like, wow, this is for me and my family, Alvin. When my, when my parents come up here, they're going to be up here with me, Alvin, in this property, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I was like, wow, it's a beautiful property. He said, come and look at my house. And I walk and I look at his house and I'm like, wow, this is a real big house. This is real nice. He says, all this was given to me by the Lord for me and my family. And when my family comes, they're going to come and live here with me. Hallelujah. And then his house was close to a lake. And he had a, like a boat or something, like a, a canoe. But a, yeah, a canoe. And he went and got in his canoe and just went and started going deep into the lake. It was so beautiful to see that. It was completely peaceful up there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he was like, he was showing me everything he had up there. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. You know how God, hallelujah, gives his people, hallelujah, hallelujah, what they need or the desire of the heart. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He already had these things ready for them up there. Prepare for them. All these things are in heaven waiting for you. And I remember one occasion when Jesus took me up around heaven. Hallelujah. No, not Jesus. A couple of angels took me around heaven. And and um, they were showing me all the mansion that the Lord has for his church, his people down here, his servants. Hallelujah. And, and let me tell you, as as I, I as I was being taken in the cloud, floating in the cloud, and looking at every single mansion, 
I can see that every mansion was detail made, hallelujah, according to the liking of the person down here. In another word, when you go to heaven, your mansion, your dwelling place, is going to be made, or it's made according to your liking. And I, and I, I, I heard from other people, like even the clothing, the clothing and herring is made to your liking. Hallelujah. So you know how much God knows you and loves you. Hallelujah. Not only he's going to give you what you want, but it's already made for you. So when you make it to heaven, praise Jesus, hallelujah, your clothing or whatever you like up there, it's already made for you. You're just going to go and wear them. You know, and on one occasion when I see my grandmother, I know my, my grandmother likes these dresses, these special uh, style dressing. I don't know much about dress and all that. Hallelujah. And, and the dress my grandmother had, it was so beautiful. And she was so happy with the dress she had up there. They look very expensive, what we say down here, so expensive and all that. Like silk-looking material. Hallelujah. But I'm sure it's much better than silk up there. Hallelujah. But it looks so comfortable and all that. And my grandmother looks so beautiful. She, she's no more than 20 up there. Hallelujah. And she was so happy. Hallelujah. And she moved. She moved like a teenager. When my grandmother died, she was like 88 years old. Hallelujah. Or so, so, no, 78, I believe, 78, hallelujah. But she was no teenager when she died, but she's a teenager out there now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God works as true. We will be young again and beautiful again. <laughs> Praise Jesus, hallelujah. All, this, all these things are waiting for us, my brothers and sisters. You know, and, and, and the Lord wanted me to see this. Because this helps us so much when we see these things. Hallelujah. And, and I looked at her and I looked how she was, so happy she was. And then she was my grandmother. When I talked to her and I gave her a hug and love, it was my grandmother. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They're really happy up there. They're really joyful up there. Hallelujah. And all this is waiting for you and I. But you and I have been built now for this. At the house of God, we are being built, said Peter. Hallelujah. Praise, but we have a hope. We have a great hope. Praise Jesus. And we are being built for the purpose of God, for the, for the word of God. Hallelujah. And we must be firm. We must stay believing. We don't want to walk away from this faith. But we got to trust God. Praise Jesus. Then no matter what we're going through, He is in charge. He is in control. And He is the one keeping us and protecting us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me continue reading. Hallelujah. As you come to Him, says Peter, you are being built into a house for worship. There, there you will be holy priests. There you will be holy priest. Hallelujah. And I believe this is talking about the millennium because that's that's a new life you are not getting. You will offer spiritual sacrifice. 
God will accept them because of what Jesus has done. So right now, we are being built for what we have to come. Whatever God has for you in the future, in the millennium, and in heaven, you are being built for that now, my brothers and sisters. It's not that God is going to make you, hallelujah, ready. It's that God is getting you ready now. The Holy Spirit, like the Lord showed me the other week, is working nonstop with his people to build them, to prepare them for the rapture, to prepare them to go home. And I heard a word from someone today that the Lord told this person and said, there's no more day that we should say day or hour. hours, we should say now. The coming of the Lord is in hours. That's how close it is. So we're so close to be going home, my brothers and sisters. So we must understand that this is the time to persevere in obedience, to seek God in obedience now. And I know it's difficult. Don't you think I don't have problem with obedience? We all do. We all are going through hard time, hallelujah, and difficult time. Hallelujah. We are all going through this. And we all are doing things that are not pleasing to God, but we must understand, hallelujah, that we got to move forward and not backward. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We all need the help of God. We all need to say to the Lord, I need your help, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But most important, repent our sin. Put it under the blood, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Verses in Scripture, it says, look, at the, I am, look, I'm placing a stone in Zion. It is a chosen, very valuable stone. It is the most important stone in the building. The one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Look what God is saying to you and I. He's saying to you and I that if we trust in Jesus, if we trust in him, you and I are never going to be put to shame. Hallelujah. No way. No way. We're not going to be put to shame. God is going to continue to help us. Jesus Hallelujah, we'll continue to want to see for us. Hallelujah. Because he loves our brothers and sisters. He truly loves you. Hallelujah. There's no one down here that you can compare the love of Christ to. Your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, your mother, your father cannot love you as much as Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, see, parents abandon kids a lot of time. Jesus don't abandon his kids. He stayed with them. Hallelujah. It don't matter how old they get, they get. Jesus don't abandon you. And you probably in your 60 or 70 or 80. Hallelujah. You're still his child. He will not abandon you. Your parents must have abandoned you when you were young, and you still probably have the hurt in your heart, in your life. In your mind, that probably affected you mentally, emotional, psychological, hallelujah. But Jesus has not abandoned you. And if you have been abandoned by your parents when you were little, little, you need, hallelujah, to repent. You need to ask the Lord to heal you psychologically, mentally, and physically, hallelujah. Because all these things, all these hurt, sometimes, hallelujah, they are very harmful to our spiritual life, to our spiritual growth with God. 
because we're always remembering, oh, I was abandoned. What, what else can it happen to me, we say? My parents abandoned me. What else? Hallelujah. And then we compare that to our relationship with God, and that is very harmful in our relationship with God when we think this way. And this is why I'm telling you now, you need to ask for healing. If your parents abandoned you when you were young, little, ask for the Lord to heal you mentally, physically, and psychologically. This is very important. Because the Lord heals you psychologically and mentally, and emotional is the other word. Not, so, not physical, but emotional. Hallelujah. Psychological, emotional, and mental. Hallelujah. These are three ways that you want to ask the Lord to heal you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Someone may want to type this on the chat room for me, please. Hallelujah. Mentally, psychological, and emotional. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Will someone please um, type that for me in the chat room? Hallelujah. You want to ask the Lord to heal you. Hallelujah. From these things. And if you want to ask for someone to join you to do this, you can ask anyone on the chat room on, on me. Hallelujah. And you can ask to ask to come. Hallelujah. Uh, and 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 we will, we will come in agreement with you, because a lot of behavior from some people, hallelujah, has to do with a lot of things that happen to them growing up. If we were abused when you were growing up, that means you were affected mentally, emotional, and psychologically, hallelujah, and physically too. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So that means, hallelujah, there it is, mentally, psychologically, uh, uh, physically, and psychologically. No, it's mentally. Emotional, yes, thank you, hallelujah, and psychologically, hallelujah. Now, if you were abused, again, if you were a boy or woman, a boy or girl, a woman or a man, and you were abused when you were little, hallelujah. Now, again, now you got affected physically, you got affected emotionally, you got affected psychologically, hallelujah, and mentally. Hallelujah, this full part of you got affected in you, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, by, by, by the stripe of Jesus, you were healed. So now you go into the Lord in prayer, and you ask Jesus, hallelujah, to heal you in this area of your life. And watch the difference in your life. Watch the freedom you will have in the Lord. Watch how your relationship with God will change. Because a lot of you don't have a close relationship with God because there's a fear in you to trust someone, hallelujah, that fear that they may let you down, or fear of being abused in, 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 in many ways, hallelujah. And this is very important that you that, that you ask the Lord to heal you in this area because as the Lord begins to heal your life in this area because you are being built as a house for God, what happens is, hallelujah, then you, in your relationship with God, you will, be, you, you will start trusting God more. You will, your relationship with God will improve in a mighty, mighty way if you ask God to heal you this way. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! So this is this this is why people, some people hallelujah, need this need to be asking the Lord to heal them. This is so important that they don't they don't stop blaming people. No, take that away from your mind. Stop blaming people. Go to Jesus to heal you from this. Go into prayer. Go into fasting and reading the Word for the Lord to heal you. Say to the Lord, Lord, I'm gonna fast a water fast today. Or, or ordain completely, hallelujah. So you will heal me in this area of my life. And tell the Lord, hallelujah, where you want him to heal you from, too. Hallelujah. As you ask him to, to heal you mentally, emotionally, psychologically, hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And physically, if you were physically abused, praise God, hallelujah, you won't believe how much your relationship with the Lord will improve. I'm telling you, hallelujah, this, I got email from people when we prayed uh, uh, a couple of months ago for people in this area. They were telling me, Brother Elvie, what a difference. What a difference in my life now. I feel more close to the Lord. This is what will happen to you. In your relationship with the Lord, it will be more real. You will, be, you, will, you will really trust the Lord more. You will be more clear in your relationship with Jesus. You won't believe. When we say you need to have a personal relationship with Rabbi Jesus, when you get healed in this area, when the Lord starts healing you, your relationship with Rabbi Jesus will be incredible. Hallelujah. He will, he will talk to you. He will be so close to you. He will give you dream, vision, and all that. All these mighty things will start happening to you in a mighty way. You will not be questioning the things of God anymore. They will be clear to you. Because a lot of people, they question these things because they have a, they have a cloudy, hey, listen to this, they have a cloudy relationship with the Lord. There's a cloud between them, between them and God. They cannot totally give their heart to Jesus. They cannot totally give their, heart, their life to Jesus. They cannot totally trust Jesus. There's a cloud in them in, in the relationship with the Lord. This, so this is very important. As you get healed from the from, from Hallelujah from this from these uh, physically, mentally, psychological, emotional uh, abuse, Hallelujah. Because one one abuse, one abuse in your body, Hallelujah, affected all the all the other area in your life. So now, because all these areas in your life are affected, Hallelujah. Now. You, it, it, I don't say it's impossible because everything is possible with God, but it's really affecting your relationship with the Lord. Now, you want to be healed in your relationship with the Lord in a mighty way and, and, and have a, 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 such a good relationship with Jesus. Ask the Lord every day, and don't forget to heal you in this area. And watch out your, your, your relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. will improve mightily. He will become real to you, hallelujah. But when, when I tell you, hallelujah, about what the Lord has said to me or anything, the Lord will, will immediately tell you this is how it is. He will talk to you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Or anyone, if someone tells you something from the Lord, the Lord will either confirm it to you or not clearly. You won't have no, 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 no cloud between you and the Lord in your relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's very important, hallelujah, that... that Praise Jesus, hallelujah, that you, that you ask for this. You ask for this healing. And if, if that really, if, if, if this word is, is really, the Lord is touching you now through this word, okay? If you feel the Lord is touching you through this word, hallelujah, that means that you need to focus only on your healing. Take a notebook, take a paper, write, that, write what we just told you down. Someone just posted on the chat room. Write it down physically, psychologically, emotionally. Hallelujah. And mentally. These are three, four ways that the enemy, hallelujah, affects your life. He uses it. He uses abuse to affect your life. It could be verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is another way that Satan uses, okay, to affect people mentally, psychologically, emotionally. Hallelujah. It's not only, it's not only hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes. Praise Jesus. It's not only um, um, physically, because a lot of people think it's all physical. I'm not just talking about physical abuse. 
yes, physical abuse will affect all the all these all these other four areas in your life, okay? But verbally, verbally abuse is also bad. It's also bad. Hallelujah. Because if you read the Bible, Jesus, every time he came to his disciples, he said, Shalom. Hallelujah. He will say, Shalom, peace. So Jesus was always in peace. There was no, Jesus was never in argument with anybody. Praise God. Because he, he, God knows the effect of word. Okay? And the devil knows how evil word can be. And how much he can affect a human being by raising somebody to abuse them. You might, you probably had a boyfriend or a husband who abused you uh, uh, verbally. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But you didn't notice how much that affected your spiritual, your life, your life, life in total. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. And because those abuse now, it's hard for you even in your second marriage to trust your husband. And more when you go to the Lord, you don't give your entire heart now. So all these things, hallelujah, praise Jesus, all these things have been in your life for years, hallelujah. And some of you, you probably heard it now for the first time in your life, but you need a healing from that. You need to be healed from that. Your, your mind needs to be healed. Your emotional, hallelujah, your emotion needs to be healed. Psychological, the way you think, hallelujah, and behave. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. And I, I mean, look, when I get an email from someone, I can see, and just in the, and they're writing, the way they write to me, if they've been abused. Just when they're writing, I can tell if they've been abused one way or another. Okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Okay? I can tell just on the writing if they've been abused. Hallelujah. And I also get an email from people who've been abused or messages who 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 don't know how to handle what I'm saying, and so they come against me. They attack me right away. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it's all because they've been abused also. Hallelujah. So they don't know how to act. Praise Jesus. When you act to them in love, they don't know how to respond to you in love. They want to attack you. Praise Jesus, because it's them saying to you, I was heard, you're going to pay for it. Hallelujah. So, so, um, so when someone writes to me, I can tell in the writing if they've been abused. It could be people 40, 50, 60 years writing to me. I can still tell in the writing that they've been abused, and they haven't, and they haven't dealt with that. They haven't gone to the Lord to help them with that. So they're still carrying that abusive, that abuse in their life, and they've been affected mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically. And they just don't know how to go about that. But now, how do we have an answer. It's Jesus. We can go to the Lord and ask him to heal us from this. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We can put our trust on the Lord. Hallelujah. And yes, it's not for us to put our trust on men for sure. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But we don't want to go out there because we're hurt, hurting everybody else. Because where is the love then? We're supposed to be loving people, not hurting people. You see what I'm saying? And in one, in one way, when people are hurt uh, mentally or emotionally, they, because they don't know how to react and love to other people in certain areas, in certain ways, they go with the word and they hurt the other person. And they say, that's the way it is. You better take it this way, they say. Hallelujah. 
that's the way I speak. He's better a receiver this way, they say. No. We don't have the right to be hurting people. It's like taking a weapon and killing somebody. We don't have that right. Hallelujah. We don't have the right to be hurting people. Hallelujah. And God sees that he doesn't like that. He don't like that. Praise Jesus. So it's not the other person's problem. It's our problem. We have to go to the Lord to heal us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to do that. We have to go to the Lord. Hallelujah. To 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 heal us from these things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I know not many people talk about these things, hallelujah, but the Lord wants me to talk about it, hallelujah, and help people some way or somehow that they, they go to the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Uh, praise God, hallelujah. If we go to the Lord, the Lord will heal us. And the Lord knows what we're going through anyway. He knows. So you're not going to surprise the Lord when you say to the Lord, Lord, I was abused in this area of my life. Will you please heal me, Lord? <laughs> it's not like you're, gonna, you're bringing something new to the Lord. The Lord already knows that you have that, that, that in your life. But he wants you to come to him and ask him, ask him to heal you. Hallelujah. And we're talking tonight about being built by God. We are being built. And this is part of being built. Because if you're healthy mentally, physically, psychologically, and emotionally, Hallelujah. God can use you in a mighty, mighty way to minister to other people. But if, if some of these areas in your life, hallelujah, have been heard, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, then you, you, you don't have the freedom to go to someone who's going through the same situation to minister to them. Because what you're going to do is you're going to hurt them more. You're going to hurt them more. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That's what you're going to do. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And you may not want it, you might not do it on purpose, like we say. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do it on purpose. Praise God, hallelujah. But the fact of the matter is that you have these hurt in your life, and you haven't been healed from them, and now it's time for you to go to the Lord and say, Lord, please heal me from these things. Hallelujah. And I, I know, I know there's a lot of people listening to me right now that they, they would want to talk to me on the mic and say, Brother Elvie, I, I went through this or that. But I'm telling you, go to Jesus. Hallelujah. If you need to get on your knees right now, hallelujah, and go into prayer about this, ask the Lord to heal you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We all have things in our lives hallelujah, which need healing. You won't believe all the healing I need in my I need in my life through all this year working with the Lord. He's been healing me from so much mentally, physically, emotional, psychological, physically. I've been he I've been I've been receiving healing in all these areas of my life from the Lord. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. There's so much healing we need, people of God. You're not the first one going through this. We all are going through this one way or another. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. But the fact of the matter is that if we need healing, we need to go to the Lord and ask Him for it. Hallelujah. And pray it. Praise Jesus. This is why I said if, 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 if some of you need someone to come in agreement with you, we can pray in agreement for you. And I will, before I close the program tonight, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I will come in agreement with God's people that they may get healing in this area in their life tonight. Tonight. 
We're, we're going to ask the Lord in agreement together that the Lord will heal your life, your mind, your emotion, your hallelujah. Because let me tell you, if you're not healed in this area, what happens is in your relationship with your husband, your wife, hallelujah, it will, will not be a healthy relationship, hallelujah, because you're already carrying a wound in you that has not been healed, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And then someone say a sickness in you that has not been healed, but I said a wound that needs to be healed. So what happened is now you're bringing that into your relationship, Hallelujah. And your relationship is not going to be healthy because you're not approaching your, par your partner the, the right way. You're not loving him or her the right way. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's the same thing for, for sister, for woman. If the woman has been abused in some way in their life, if they have not gone to the Lord for a healing, then they cannot have. They don't know how to have a relationship with their husband. They don't know how to respond to their husband because they've already been wounded mentally, emotionally, physically, and psychologically. All these areas in, the, in her life have been hurt, and she has not gotten a healing, so now she don't know how to be in a relationship. Her relationship is a mess because she's not being healed from this. And every time... Hallelujah. The husband is probably trying to have a normal conversation. It's difficult. It's hard. Same thing for the man. We need healing. We all need healing. Men and women. Hallelujah. Children. Sometimes children, hallelujah, they get um, a bad report from school and all that, hallelujah, because they, they don't do good in math or whatever, hallelujah, and it all has to do with abuse. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And all these things, hallelujah, we, we need to have, stand in the God for your children. Teach your children about these things. Hallelujah. That There might be things they don't want to tell you, but tell them that they can tell Jesus. They can tell the Lord in prayer. You can tell them when you go in prayer, honey, uh, tell the Lord uh, how you feel, truly how you feel. If, you, if you've been hurt or anything, if you've been offended by any way, tell the Lord how you feel. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And watch how the relationship with God will grow in a mighty, mighty way, hallelujah. The Lord will become real to the life. And this is what it's all about, Jesus becoming real to us, hallelujah. Because when we talk to people a lot of time about having a real relationship with Jesus, they can't imagine that. In their mind, they cannot even imagine us having this. They say, how is this possible? When God is a spirit, how is this possible, they say. See, they've been wounded so bad that they cannot imagine a true relationship. That's what's happening. It's not that it's not possible. It's that they've been wounded. They've been hurt. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And they need to be built by God. They need to be healed. I mean, they need to be healed by the Lord. Hallelujah. So they can enter into that relationship with Rabbi Jesus. Praise God, hallelujah, and truly enjoy it, and truly become freed. Because the Bible says clearly, whom the Son has set free, and is free indeed. People don't know when I'm saying this, uh, John 8, 36, whom the Son has set free, is free indeed. They don't know what I'm talking about. They haven't been free indeed. They haven't been free for real. They haven't enjoyed a true freedom. Yeah. They so wounded, they haven't given their heart, all their heart to Jesus. 100%, they haven't come in communion with Jesus 100%, they don't have this relationship with Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and it's because they've been hurt, men, 
mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and physically. Hallelujah. They haven't been healed from that. Praise. So everything else sounds impossible to them. It just sounds impossible. Hallelujah. Because they're wounded. And they need the healing. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're going to come in agreement. Hallelujah. We're going to start somewhere and pray. Hallelujah. And then after you to bring them before the Lord every day. Bring off the healing. Ask the Lord to heal you. You've probably been asking the Lord to heal you physically. Hallelujah. But now it's more important that you that the Lord heal you emotional, mental, and psychological. It's more important because as you go into your relationship with the Lord, Hallelujah, you will find out that your physical healing is closer than what you think as you come in your relationship with the Lord. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. See that that's see I guess right, Hallelujah. That, that see that's 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 a tremendous wound in your life. You've been wounded in your life. And see, this happens to you when you put in an orphan as when you were little. Hallelujah. You, you've been wounded. And have you gone to the Lord for healing about this? Have you gone to the Lord for healing from this? In all areas of your life. Hallelujah. Probably not. Probably you've been praying about something else. Hallelujah. You see? Do you hear my brothers and sisters? And I, I thank you for really coming out. And being so honest, hallelujah, to the open, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see how it is, brothers and sisters? How old are you now? How old are you now? So so if you can tell us, so, so this will help other people, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Gabriel, how old are you if you can tell us? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So, so you can tell that it no matter how old you are, if you have gone through this, in your life when you were young or when you were growing up and all that, and now you're probably 48, 50, 60, hallelujah, and you haven't gotten your healing, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. You see how much that this has affected your life, especially your relationship with the Lord, hallelujah, and that you need a healing now. And as you, as you start, as the Lord starts healing your life, you will find out, hallelujah, how the true freedom in God that, that that you should have been enjoying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Many people that are listening to me now, they know what I'm talking about. They're truly hitting home. This word is truly hitting home. They are truly receiving the, the, the word. Hallelujah. It's truly hallelujah. Praise God. You see that? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You see that? I never knew for sure my age. I don't know any of my family. You see how sad it is? You see why the Lord wanted me to talk about this? You see why we need to be built as God's people? This is happening more than what I'm saying tonight. This is up there. And the devil has been doing this to people because the level, the devil loves to see people miserable. Hallelujah. He said, well, I, I, cannot, I cannot probably have this person stay in the tribulation. I can probably not have this person... Uh, have the mark of the beast, but I'm going to make his life miserable. Okay? So that's what the devil does. He, he don't get to do something else, but then he tries another thing. By hurting you, and you go through this all your life, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What happened is, you carry this hurt, this pain in your life, this hurting. Okay? And because it was never that way. Uh, it been affecting you and, and mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and physically. It's been just affecting you. And now because you've been affected by this, then you hurt other people. You don't know how to 
and be with other people really in a relationship. You don't know how to be a good friend to others, a good husband, good wife, because you've been heard this way. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But the Lord can heal you from this. Hallelujah. As you go to the Lord, he will heal you. And I'm going to read to you what I say. Hallelujah. Praise for Hallelujah. Because we're going to pray tonight. We're not going to leave this where it is. No. We're going to pray for our brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We know that the, the devil did this to people. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. But you know what? It's never too late with the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He's building us. He is building us. The Lord is. Hallelujah. God is building us. Hallelujah. As living stone, we are being built. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, hallelujah, but the servant was pierced because hallelujah, we have sinned. He was crushed because we had done what was evil. He was punished to make us whole again. Hallelujah. His wound had healed us. By his wound, by his wound. My brother and sister, you and I are healed. We can enjoy healing for what Jesus did for us on the cross. He taught all these things that you and I have, have gone through. All the pain and hurting that you have, Jesus already took it on him. So what do you do? You claim your healing. You claim what Jesus did on the cross in prayer. You say to the Lord, to God, this happens to me. But your son, Lord, has took this. Jesus, you took this on the cross. Please bring healing to my life. Please heal, heal in this area. Hallelujah. And I feel an anointing for this. Hallelujah. Please come in agreement with me. Come in agreement with me. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Come in agreement with me, brothers and sisters. Lord, I come in agreement with my brother and sister, Lord. Lord Jesus, that you will heal them, Lord. Mentally, Lord. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will heal their mind, Lord. Physically, Lord. Lord Jesus, I ask you in agreement with them that you will heal their body, Lord. Emotional, Jesus. I ask you, Holy Jesus, that you will heal them, Lord. Emotion, their emotion will be healed, Lord, tonight. In your mighty name, Jesus, we ask, hallelujah. Please bring total healing to your people, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Psychologically, Lord. Lord Jesus, that they will know how to behave, Lord. They will know how to act, Lord Jesus. They will know how to respond. Lord Jesus, in your mighty name, Lord Jesus, we ask that you will heal, Lord, your people. Heal, my brothers and sisters, Lord. Heal your bride, Jesus. Heal your bride for all more, Lord. Oh, hurting, Jesus. In your mighty name, Jesus, I ask, hallelujah. Please, holy Jesus, heal my brothers and sisters, Lord. Bring total healing to them, Lord, to their body, emotional, physically, psychologically, Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we ask you, Jesus, that you will do this. Do this for your people, Jesus, hallelujah. By your womb, by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we are healed. We will heal, Jesus. Please, Holy Jesus. Please, Holy Lord. Please, Holy Lord, heal your people, Jesus, hallelujah. In your mighty name, Lord Jesus, in your sure name, in your name, we ask, Jesus. Please heal your people, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Please bring total healing to them, Lord. Lord Jesus, that they may enjoy, Lord. Their relationship with you, Lord. John 8, 36 says, Who the Son sets free, it is free indeed, Lord. Bring total healing, Lord. You came, Lord, to destroy the work of the devil, your word said, Lord. You came, Jesus, to set the captive free, Jesus. 
that you will set us free, Lord, that you will heal us emotionally, psychologically, mentally, and physically, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, holy Jesus, hallelujah. Hear your people, Lord. Hear your church, Jesus, hallelujah. Hear them, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Lord Jesus. I hear your people, mighty Jesus. Bring total healing to them, Lord. Total healing to your people, Jesus. Please, holy Jesus, hallelujah. There is a trouble coming ahead. The earth is shaking, Jesus. Things are going to get worse. You've been speaking to us that things are going to get worse. Heal our Lord. Build us, Lord, a house, a living stone, Jesus. Heal our life, Lord. Restore our heart. Uh, a house. Build us, Lord. Build us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Your mighty name, Jesus, I ask. Hallelujah. We ask. We ask an agreement, Lord. I come in agreement with my brothers and sisters, Lord. Heal your people, Lord Jesus. Bring healing to them. Bring healing to the heart, their body, their mind, their emotional, physically, emotional, psychological, Jesus. Heal them, Lord. Heal us, Jesus. Heal us 100%, Lord. Have all the work of the devil be destroyed in our life, Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, holy Jesus, take all confusion of the enemy, Lord. Through all this hurting, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heal us, Lord. Take all that hurting away, Jesus. Hallelujah. Clear your relationship with us, Jesus. That we may have a real relationship where you are real to our Jesus. Hallelujah. You are real to us. Be real to our Jesus. Be real in our relationship with you, Jesus. Heal us, Lord. Heal us, Jesus. Hallelujah. Heal our relationship with you, Jesus. That nothing will be in between us, Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to be free, Lord. We want to walk in freedom, Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord. In your mighty, mighty, mighty name, we ask, Holy Jesus. Yahashua, have mercy on your people, Jesus. Have mercy, Yeshua, have mercy on your people. Heal them, Lord. Heal them, my Lord. Heal them completely, Jesus. So they will understand, Lord, now how great you are, how wonderful God you are, Jesus. That you are real, that you are wonderful God, that you love us, Lord. That you haven't abandoned us, that you are closest to us. Then what we think you are, Jesus. Heal them, Lord. Heal their life, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bring total healing, Jesus. Total healing to them, Lord. Total healing in their home, their house, Lord. Their relationship, Lord. Heal them, Jesus. Heal them, Lord. They are teenagers. Heal their mind. Hallelujah. Can't, Lord, boys and girls. Heal them, Jesus. Bring healing to them. Physical abuse, verbal abuse, Lord. Heal them from that, Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord, we are Jesus. Hallelujah. Heal them, Lord. Heal them, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Have mercy, Jesus. Have mercy on your people, Jesus. Bring total healing, Lord, to the mighty heart. That they may enjoy, oh, Lord Jesus. Total healing, Lord. Heal this sickness, Lord, in the body, Jesus. By your strife, by your wound, Jesus. We are here, Lord. You took it on you on the cross, Jesus. So we may enjoy healing. We may live in healing, Lord. We will be totally whole for you, Jesus. In your mighty name, we ask, Holy Jesus. Heal your people, Jesus. Heal them, Lord. Heal the body, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Heal them, Lord. Bring totally healing to your bride, Jesus. Heal them completely, Lord. Give them the freedom that they never had, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. In your mighty name, who the sons are set free, it is free indeed. That may they may enjoy freedom in you, Jesus, in 
the relationship with Rabbi Jesus. They may enjoy the Lord like never before. Jesus, hallelujah. Heal them, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, hallelujah. Heal them, Lord. The matter be yours, Jesus, heal them, Lord. Heal them, my Lord. Hallelujah. The psychological hurt, hallelujah. The psychological Lord trap, Lord. That this, this problem creates to them, Lord. Heal them, Jesus. Heal them, mind. Heal them, mind completely, Lord. By your strength, by your wound, her mind will, will heal, Lord. Bring healing on their mind, Jesus. Bring healing on their emotional, Jesus. In your mighty name, Jesus, we ask. Please, Holy Jesus, mentally heal them, Lord. Heal them, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord, by your strength, by your wound, they will heal, Lord. Heal them, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bring to the healing, Lord. Holy Jesus, in your mighty name, Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Please, Jesus, heal your people, Lord. Please, Holy Jesus, total healing we ask in your mighty name. Holy Jesus, hallelujah. We believe you, Lord. We believe your word. We believe your promise, Jesus. We claim them, Lord. In your mighty name, Lord, for your people, Jesus. Heal us, Lord. Bring complete healing in our lives, Lord Jesus. Emotionally, physically, mentally, psychologically, Lord. In your mighty name, we ask Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Thank you for our healing, Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe in your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your healing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, I'll take a break. I'll be back after this break, hallelujah. Here 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord says in John 17:16, "They do not belong to the world, just I do not, just I do belong to the world." Hallelujah. Use the truth to make them holy. Hallelujah. Your word is true, He says to the Father. You sent me into the world in the same way I have sent them into the world. I make myself holy for them, so that they can too be made holy in the true sense. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 20 says, I do not pray only for them. I pray also for those who will believe in, in me because of their message. Hallelujah. Jesus was already thinking about you and I. Those that will believe the message of, of his disciple. Hallelujah. The true word from his disciple. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that all of them will be one, just as you and me and I and you. Hallelujah. This is the will of God that we will be one. But in order for us to be one, we need to be healed. Hallelujah. If you tell a wounded person to join you, it will not happen. First, it needs to be healed. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a lot of wounded brothers and sisters. They've been wounded by pastor, by minister. They've been wounded by the church system. They've been wounded in so many ways by people. They've been abused. Verbally, by so many people. And how can those people that have been heard join to be one? Hallelujah. It is very difficult. But if they get healing from the Lord, if they get healing physically, emotionally, psychologically, mentally, hallelujah, praise you, they, they can become one with us. But they first need healing. Hallelujah. And, and this, this here, this radio, this is, a, this is a healing hospital. That's what this radio program is. This is a healing hospital. That you can come here, and I'm, go, I'm not going to judge you. Because I'm not no judge. Hallelujah. I can, only share you, I can only share with you the mercy that Jesus has with me in my life. And still has with me in my life. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because I make mistakes like you. But I come to Jesus, and Jesus heals me. Hallelujah. And I'm offering you Jesus. I'm offering him my doctor. My doctor is called Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus Christ is my doctor. And I'm, and I'm presenting to you my doctor, my healer, that he can heal you. He can heal your wounds. He can heal your infirmity, whatever's going, whatever's happening in your life, whatever's going on, whatever, whatever area in your life that you need healing, my my doctor Jesus Christ can heal you, can bring a total healing into your life, can make you free. Hallelujah! So you can truly enjoy your relationship with God. Hallelujah! Jesus came that they may be freed. He came that they may have life and have it abundantly. A lot of people don't understand this because they've been hurt so deep in their life. Hallelujah. That they don't know how to respond in love. They don't know how to love others. They don't know how to love back. But Jesus can heal you from that. Jesus can heal your hurt so you can enjoy your relationship with God. So you can truly call God your Father. 
Hallelujah. So you can truly know that Jesus is your Savior, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. Why do people run to other religions? Why are there over 300 people in America every day running to Islam? One of the reasons is because they're looking for peace. And they say Islam offers peace. But there's only, we know that there's only a prince of peace, which is Jesus Christ. There's no other peace to no, through no one else. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And if we want people to return to Jesus, we need to offer Jesus the way they, they could receive it. Hallelujah. Some people can only see Jesus as a healer. Hallelujah. They cannot see him as a savior. Because they've been wounded so deep in their life that they need a healing. They need an emotional healing. It hurts them to hear the gospel a lot of times because they've been wounded hallelujah, emotionally. By minister, by people, careless people. People that were hurt and didn't want to the Lord for a healing. People that were wounded and did not go to the Lord for a healing. Again, we cannot give what we don't have. People want to go into ministry when they're not ready to minister to nobody else. They need to be ministered to. They need to be healed first. They are wounded and they want to go minister to other people. Let me tell you what happened in a church that I heard years ago. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This pastor at this big church, a very anointed pastor, invited this evangelist, a woman. Hallelujah. And the pastor went, they told him about this woman, how God was using her, so mightily and healing and all that. He went and called up the sister and said, Sister, will you please come to us on Sunday and bring us the message? Hallelujah. The sister said, Yes, Pastor, I will. Gave her all the information, all that. The sister came on Sunday. They were ready to go and put her on the puppet. Hallelujah. And when the pastor was in prayer, the Lord said to the pastor, this woman has been wounded so deep that if you give her the microphone to speak to the church, what she's going to do is harm. She is going to wound the rest of the people because she's been wounded and she hasn't come to me for healing. She's going to hurt the people. The pastor was shocked. He never heard nothing like this. But the Lord spoke to him that she is wounded. She needed healing, emotional healing. And if he would have let her talk, he would have wounded a lot of people in the church. And the pastor went and called his sister to her side and said, Sister, I know I invited you today to bring the message, and everybody else is waiting for you to preach. But this is what the Lord told me in prayer. So I cannot let you preach in this church today, sister. I am sorry. Maybe I can bring you another day. But what you need to do, sis, is go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to heal you in this area. You are wounded, and you have been healed, sister. And you need, a, you need a healing in your life. Hallelujah. And thank God for the sister that she quieted out right away. She said, yes, pastor, you're right. Hallelujah. My husband abused me, and I, I am wounded. I'm truly wounded. I'm doing this because I, I believe I'm doing my ministry and obedience to the Lord. He said, yes, yes, sister, but you should not do that. If you know you've been wounded, you got to go to the Lord to heal you, sister. You've been wounded and emotionally you are hurt. You're very hurt. And the Lord told me that if I let you preach tonight, you will hurt the people in the church. Hallelujah. What a wisdom from God, my brothers and sisters. You see, 
Do you see how this is? Hallelujah. Do you see why we cannot preach to other people if we're wounded, if we're hurt? Hallelujah. This is the problem. When I when I get emails from people, I'm going to go start my own ministry. Hallelujah. But they are hurt. They're wounded. How, what can they give to other people? And then if I say to them, no, you're not ready for that. Wait until the Lord heal you. They get offended. They want to attack me right away. They don't understand how this is. If you are wounded, if you are hurt, if you've been abused, hallelujah, you need to be you need to get healing from that first before you before you go on to minister to other people. Because what you're gonna do, you're gonna hurt them. You're not gonna know how to minister to them. And even if you think you know how to minister because you know the word, even when the word is coming out, your hurting is gonna come out with the word and you're gonna end up hurting them like this system will do to these people. The Lord knows this. He knows this. So this is why you want to pray before you go out and start your ministry to the Lord, and you want to go for your healing. Go get your healing first. Hallelujah. Pray, Jesus, and when, the, when you're ready, the Lord will let you know clearly. Go, my son. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to use you, or my, or my daughter. Go, I'm going to use you. Pray, Jesus, hallelujah. But we first need healing, my brothers and sisters. This is very important. People take this for granted, hallelujah. And this is why we have so many people out there in ministry right now that all they do is hurt people. That's all they do. They go through churches. I got people that tell me, brother, I got churches. You should see my notebook. I got church everywhere to pray. And these people are very hurt. I know a brother who, who has so much hurt in his life, which he has not he deal this with the Lord. And he's preaching in a lot of churches. He, he, he thinks he's going up there to bring soul to for the kingdom, and all he's doing is hurting the people already in the church. Hallelujah. He's hurting them. And what a lot of people do when a lot of when these people go to the church and preach, and, and, and these people that are wounded, they hurt them, a lot of these people, they quit the church. I heard one who went and preached to the church, to the sister, and he, he heard the sister so much, and she was a deacon. She was a deacon of the church, hallelujah. She walked away from the church that same night. She said, I don't return to the church. And the pastor was sister, but you are a deacon. You've been here years, whatever. What's going on? You know, you heard what this man said? He wounded this, this woman. He wounded her so deep that she didn't want to be here. She didn't want to serve God anymore. She didn't want to serve God anymore. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what people do. They take it against God. They say, this minister hurt me. Forget about church. Forget about seeking, about seeking God. That's it. I'm out of it. I'm out of here. And they walk away. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, this is serious. This is very serious. Hallelujah. But if we understand what the Apostle Peter says, that we are being built. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, the storm is very valuable to you who believe, says God. Talking about Jesus. The storm is very valuable to you who believe. But to people who do not believe, the stone of the builder did not accept has become the most important stone of all, says Peter. It is a stone that causes people to trip. When they receive Jesus and they reject Jesus, what happens is they're going to trip. The devil is going to come on them with everything he got because they already know the word. And like Jesus said, hallelujah. The person has one demon. That demon goes out and gets seven more, and the state of the person becomes worse. So if that person believes in the Lord once, hallelujah, and that person walks away hurt, rejects the Lord because he's so hurt, 
the devil goes and takes over his life, and then he makes his life miserable. Then, then this is when you see people killing themselves. Killing, even people in the ministry. I heard about this woman, hallelujah, that her husband went, he was a, a famous evangelist. He, he used to evangelize thousands of people, hallelujah, in open services. This man came home. He, he was hurt. He was wounded. And he didn't know how to deal with it. He came home and killed himself. After he had a church for you, he was here in the United States. I don't remember where. He had a, a great evangelist trip in Europe. Thousands of people came to the Lord. He came home to the United States, and he was wounding her so bad, hallelujah, that he came home and, and took a rope and hanged himself on the stair in his house. He killed himself. That's how deep he was wounded. He didn't know how to deal with He didn't know how to deal with, with the hurting he had. And that's what hurting does. It makes you do crazy things. It makes you do things that you're not even thinking right. The devil uses hurting against you. He first comes and wounds you. He'll have someone go in and insult you and beat you or whatever or abuse you. And then he uses the, the, the hurting, the pain, hallelujah, to come against you. He said, no one loves you. No one cares. But it's a lie. He lies to people. He's a fallible lie, Jesus said. That's what he does. He comes and tells you, oh, no one loves you. No one cares. Look what pa your parents did to you. Look what your uncle did to you. Look what they did to you. Supposedly, they, look what the pastor, the minister did to you. And supposedly, those are people of God. Take your life. Kill yourself. The devil tells him, no, it's a lie. Don't believe the devil. Never believe the devil. He's a liar. He'll never tell you the truth. Truth will never come through his mouth. Hallelujah. Look how he lied to Adam and Eve. And look at all the pain and hurt he caused to Adam and Eve. They were running up there, and they didn't know who was chasing them, but they were running. After God asked them to come out of the garden, Adam and Eve were running. They went. They didn't know what to do. That's how the devil likes to see people crazy up there, making bad decisions. Because he wants to get them into hell. That's all he wants. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, our rabbi wants to heal us. He loves us so much. He truly loves us. He wants to heal us. He wants to bring healing into our life. He wants to bring freedom into our life. He wants us to walk in through freedom. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Not to be tied up in shame. Hallelujah. Not to have to be walking up and down hurt. With all these pains and all, all these physical, emotional hurting. Psychological hurting that when you're hurt psychologically, you can't make a right decision. Even when you want to, you make the wrong decision. You say, Why do I keep on making the wrong decision? What you've been hurting psychologically, hallelujah. With your mind, you can't think straight. You try, many people say, to think straight. You even take vitamins and think to think, to think straight, and it don't work. But why should you come to the Lord? You are Jesus, heal me psychologically. I need this. Excuse me, this healing. The Lord heals you. Then you think straight. Your mind is clear. You find out over here you spend, hallelujah, like this, and you, you feel sorry for yourself, but don't feel sorry. Then you need healing emotionally, hallelujah. When you feel sorry for yourself, and you always say, oh, man, what, what I've been through, look what they did to me and all that. You need healing emotionally. Ask Jesus to heal you, hallelujah, to heal your emotion. Praise God, hallelujah. Don't carry this hurting anymore. 
Give it to Jesus. Maybe you've been given all your life for this hurting. Don't give it to her anymore. Give it to Jesus and walk away. Now for the first time, enjoy freedom in Christ. There's freedom in Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus said, John 8, 32, hallelujah. Thou shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This word of God can set you free. Jesus can set you free from all this. He is the only one. Don't go to Islam. You're not going to get freedom from it. You're going to continue in your head. What you're going to do if you go to Islam or Buddha to try to get peace from, from, from what you're going through, you're going to hide it deep into you. You're going to hide the hurting. But when you come to Jesus, he heals the hurting and the pain goes away. But if you go to Buddha, you hide it because you're seeking the NS peace. There is no NS peace without Christ. Or NS peace is Christ. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm glad that I'm still getting it. I'm getting people joining us here for the first time. We got people tonight here joining us, guests, for the first time they're here in this program. They didn't even know this program was in the air. Hallelujah. And I'm glad I welcome you. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Tell other people about this program. Invite more people to come and get their healing from the Lord. We preach Jesus here. We preach the Messiah, hallelujah. We preach that he will heal us. He will, he will, he will build us as house of God. And we are being built. Come to the, invite people to come and be built for God. Praise Jesus. We're not against churches. We're not against churches, no. Praise Jesus. We're against false teaching. That's what we're against us. We don't receive false teaching. We don't want false teaching. We don't welcome false teaching. Hallelujah. We welcome Jesus. Hallelujah. Rabbi Jesus. Hallelujah. We tell people that every day you need a rabbi in your life. You need Rabbi Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what you need. But everybody here is welcome. Everybody, hallelujah, is welcome. Whether you are heard or not, you are welcome. Hallelujah. And we welcome you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Yeah, I'm so glad, hallelujah, that people are joining us, hallelujah. We had almost 100 people last night in the recording. I put on a recording last night because I needed a break. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, almost 100 people listened to the recording, hallelujah. I was very happy. Praise Jesus, because people used to, when I put a recording, they don't. But that was a real good message from Monday, and I knew that would be a blessing, and I went and put it on, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and a lot of people got blessed. I got emails from people that got blessed through the recording. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. There were 96 people last night listening to that recording. Hallelujah. Last night. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. More people are joining us. Hallelujah. And they will continue to join us. And the new people that are coming in, they tell me in their message on Facebook or email, Brother Elby, what a blessing this program is. Hallelujah. Praise you. This is why I tell people, please play, place, place this radio on your Facebook. Place it anywhere. Because you know what you do? As you help other people and they get blessed, they grow in the Lord, they get healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. You help them out. You're helping a brother or a sister or a friend. Hallelujah. Many people, they, their life, they return to the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I get happy when someone tells me I'm returning back to Jesus. I get real, real happy when I hear this, hallelujah. When people tell me they're returning back, this, this is what this is all about. People coming back to God, people being restored, people being healed, people growing in God again. Hallelujah. As a house of God. 
This is what about people getting deliverance. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we all need deliverance. Hallelujah. We all need deliverance. That's what Jesus my rock says. Hallelujah. We all. The Bible says we all. We all have sinned. So we all have fallen. We all have fallen for grace. We all have sinned. At one time we walked in pride. We thought our way was the way. And we were wrong. But Jesus says the way. And we have come to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now we come with all these hurting. All these pain. We're all kinds of hurting in our life. And now, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we need healing. That's what we need. Healing. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically. We need healing. But we got Jesus now who can heal us. He's our healer. And if we believe them, like the Bible says, who have believed that Isaiah 53, 1, our message? To whom the hand of God has been revealed to? To those that believe, to those that welcome Jesus in their life, to those he, he revealed his hand, his mighty hand, his healing hand. Hallelujah. Ask Jesus to heal you, and he will heal you. Praise God. And we come in agreement here, we ask the Lord in agreement to heal you, and I know the Lord's healing people. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know that. Hallelujah. The Lord's healing because he's faithful. When he wants to heal, he'll let us know. Hallelujah. He's healing people. He's bringing healing into his people. Many people tonight emotionally are getting healed. Psychologically are getting healed. Hallelujah. Physically are getting healed. Hallelujah. Mentally they're getting healed. Hallelujah. The people getting healing tonight, they're already starting to feel the difference now. They, they feel freedom now for the first time. And they've been in this for 50 years or more. And they're getting healing now. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That's what the Lord wants to do to us, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Bring healing to us. Because you know what? When we are healed in the Lord, and we, we can walk in relationship with him, we can enjoy uh, being happy with Jesus. Joy. We can enjoy joy, hallelujah, from God. And a lot of people don't, don't know what I'm talking about. Because they've been wounded for so long. But God can heal them, hallelujah. That's the good news about this. God can heal you, hallelujah. He can bring healing to your life, hallelujah. Verse 9 says, Second, uh, 1 Peter 2, But God chose you to be his people. Look how great that is. He chose you to be his people. You are royal priest. You see how important you are to God? Can you see here? Can you see? I'm going to post another chat room. How important you are to God. But God has chosen you to be his people. You are royal priests. Not like the devil is telling you that you're not nobody. He's warning you by that. He's a liar. Jesus is telling you the truth. You are a royal priest. You are who the Father made you to be. And God has made you to be a royal priest. Someone important to him. That is whom you are. My sister, my brother, you that are listening to me, you are very important to God. Listen to this. This is very important that you receive this word. Receive it in your heart. Receive it in your mind. Receive it completely in your life. You are very important to God. You are a royal priest. God has made you a royal priest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's one great thing that when God heals you, you start hearing the Lord alone. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You are a royal priest. God made you who you are. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. You are a holy nation. So not, you're not only an individual, but you are a holy nation. Praise God, hallelujah. You are very important to God. When God sees you, he sees a nation. When God sees you, he sees a priest. You are a priest, Amy. You are a priest, Tommy. You are a priest, honor. You all are a priest. You are seeking God. You are a holy nation to God. You are very, very important to God. Very, very important to your Father who loves you, who cares for you, who watch over you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And he has told us, listen, time, a trumpet are coming. But listen, I'm going to be with you. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Don't be concerned. I'm going to be with you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He is so good. You are a people who belong to God, Peter said. Who do you belong to? I belong to God. You belong to God. You are a people who belong to God. We belong to our Father, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Yahweh has made us this way, a nation, a holy priest. We belong to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He is so wonderful, God. All this is so that you can sing his praise. You can praise him. You can rejoice in him. Hallelujah. And you can truly rejoice in him when you are healed mentally, psychologically, and emotionally. Four ways. And then the, the, the other one, five, physically. There are five healing we need, mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically. Hallelujah. Five ways. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to heal you. He wants to heal you. He wants to, he wants to see you get in your healing. He, hallelujah, brought you out of the darkness and so has wonderful light. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He has brought you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So you could be like his son. You could be like Jesus. When you see him, you're going to say, Paul to the churches, you're going to be like him. He is holy and you will look holy too. Hallelujah. He, you, he, he will be all right. You also will be all right. Whatever God is, his sons and daughters will be also true. That is the word of our Father. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Be thou perfect like thy Father is in heaven, said Jesus. Thy Father is a Father of light. We are also light. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever God is, we are also are to be true. And it's not impossible because it is God doing in, in us. It is God building us. Praise Jesus. You see it in 
going wounded. And then you need healing from that. Hallelujah. Because also warning you, hallelujah, hallelujah, makes you stay at one level of belief. You have been grown in faith. And this is why when I speak about faith, many people get surprised. What is Albie talking about? Because they have been wounded so deep that they can't believe. They want to believe a lot of times, they say. But it's hard for them. It, it, it feels like difficult. It feels like impossible. But if you ask the Lord to heal you, if you ask the Lord to heal you from this wound, you will find out that your faith will grow now. You will grow in faith. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is why important. This is why healing is so important. Because then we can grow. At whatever level God wants us to grow, we will grow with God. Because anything that is with God will grow. That's why faith is compared to the master seed. It is when it's planted, when the, when the master seed is planted in the field, Jesus said, it grows to be the largest tree in the field and the birds come in nets on it. In another word, <coughs> Jesus is our field. Jesus is our foundation, so you can understand me better. Jesus is our foundation. And when we are faith is planted in Jesus, it's supposed to grow. If it's not growing, something is wrong. Something it must be in the way. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Even, you know, a lot of people, when they are hurt emotionally and they carry that hurt, they get a lot of headache, or mentally. They get a lot of, a lot of headaches. And they find out, like my brother Gabriel is saying now, even your headache goes away. Hallelujah. Even your headache goes away because it's part of that. It's part of that hurting. And as your hurting gets healed, now all these other infirmities, it just goes away. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Do you see how important this healing is? This healing that we're talking about, it is so important, my brothers and sisters. And I'm going to repeat this program. I'm going to put it again. This is, this is a very important program because a lot of people are going to get healed later on. 